Welcome back to another episode of the Not Funny Guys Presents Off the Reels. This is episode 55 of the one and only Genuine Bonafide Not Funny Guys podcast, the internet's number one podcast on public library recommendations. Remember, if it doesn't say Not Funny Guys, then it's not us. We're the Not Funny Guys. I'm Casey, the positive one, Franklin. I'm joined by Dr. John. I'm not negative. You are Evans. And Eric, I'm stuck in the middle. Linebarger. Gentlemen, say hello. Hello. I'm actually in the middle in terms of videos uh, of, of my camera shots here. Did it work out? I like. Uh, yeah, you got me. You got I, me. I, I was thinking about this. I was going to do. I'm stuck in the middle with you, but then it's like, <laughs> he, he framed himself like a Wes Anderson character in the between, middle between the rock and a hard place. Yeah, I said <laughs> the rock. <laughs> uh, How you guys been? Not good. Guys been? good. Good. Did you do anything fun this week? Either one of you. I did some writing. I plan on publishing some stories, so I've been advertising that to some friends. I'm going to be putting Ooh. out a story a day starting next week. I wrote All a series of five short stories. Five short stories. Are they fan fiction? Are you fan fanficking no. over something? No. Can I? Can I? Can I request a fanfic one? Come on, no, man. I don't I write fan ideas. Fiction. Sorry. Oh, but I had some ideas. Come on. No, <laughs> there are other people you can go to. I want to recommend that you contacted a one Miss Low in Lake Charles. There you go. No, no, we're gonna we're gonna bypass that. <laughs> so, okay, you're so you're writing some stories. Are these are the is the idea to collect these and publish them in the future? Well, I'm I'm actually putting them out there as kind of a way of publishing them. In a lot of ways, they uh they kind of have a a universal connection, and they kind of represent some uh, sort of therapeutic creation, being creating something positive out of some negative events over the past couple of years, mm-hmm. trying to turn them into something that I sort of put out there and let it go. See what happens. And I am inviting people to like give feedback on them. So it's like fan fiction. Uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, no like this that, is we circle back. Eric, no, these are serious <laughs> writing. Yeah, but that's right. Like... Fan fiction people come at me. <laughs> I, was about, I was about to say, I, I would think fan, people who write fanfic are writing it on a serious note. <laughs> like that girl you used to date. We're just gonna we're gonna ignore fan fiction at this point. All right, so Eric, how was how was your life? How's things going this week for you? Did you do anything fun? Did you lose at trivia again? No, we won, but just barely. It came down to a tiebreaker at the end. What was the and, final question? Ask us the final question, and let's see if we. Yeah, can. all right, let's do this. All right, final question: the tiebreaker of the night. How much was Bill Hader, the star of Napoleon Dynamite, paid for doing Napoleon Dynamite? No option. No options. Just yeah. Your your yeah, best call. So Close, closest wins. Uh, prices price right, right rules. Prices right. Prices right. Prices right. right rules. But you can go over. So even if you're oh, your closest okay. over, it's that's it's not prices right rules. Then okay. So what it's, did you it's, say? John? It's it's prices. I, okay I'm gonna rules. move. I'm gonna say a thousand dollars. He was paid a thousand bucks. I'm gonna say he was paid five hundred. All right. So the losing team. Guessed twenty five hundred dollars. We guessed five hundred and fifty dollars. It was a thousand dollars. Congrats, Jonathan! Wow. And all that. I need to ask you. What did you say his name was again? I'm pretty sure Bill Hader. You were wrong. Because <laughs> no, I was like, that's a different actor. The Bill Hader is Barry. Yeah, that's a different actor. Bill yeah, Heater. Yeah. Is it Bill Heater? Is Heater. That yeah. You, well, and, and, and his and his name is John Heater. By the way. <laughs> What? No. <laughs> Jonathan Joseph Heater. 
the American actor and producer oh, who is man. known for portraying Napoleon Dynamite in 2004. <laughs> 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 and then I forgot. <laughs> Pedro disapproves of you. <laughs> I don't, and Uncle I, Ricky's going to make you throw some footballs over that mountain. I apologize to everyone. Um, all, <laughs> you should, you should. I, I, I apologize to you all. So you so, guys got closest, so you won. Yeah, yeah, we just won. Yeah, they really shot too won. far with that 2500. Yeah, they did. Well, the funny thing is, I, you know, Rachel's the one who kind of came up with the answer because she's she's an actress. And so she's she's making these wages and she's like, no, they, they pay ridiculous wages, you know, like, hey, IMDB credit. And she's like, that's that's free. Um, And so, <laughs> you know, she she came up with the idea of like, she's like, I think it was like 500, maybe a thousand thousand max is what she said and i was and i was like i was thinking like maybe fifty thousand you know i was like like you know like a, a, not a for that film. job but you know no. that's said, a low that was a low budget film I'd, I'd like to check it i don't have anything open now but she said the she thought she had heard the whole film was made for around like eighteen thousand total uh which kind of checks out when you look at the film Actually, it's not that expensive a make yeah, no, it would be pretty cheap, actually. And they might say it on IMDb. And I'm, I'm I think on it, it was one of those films that was made cheap and then yes, made how much? Okay, what did you way think over the what was? people thought it was going to do? It was over sex. I didn't have a budget. I said fifty thousand for Bill Heater or uh, John Heater. <laughs> Bill Heater, I love you, a good guy, but you're not in Napoleon Dynamite. Um, so John Heater, I guess, would be around like fifty thousand as as a salary i guess or a stipend however you think of it just then. how much do you think the movie cost that's all so like. rachel said about eighteen thousand. i would have probably put it closer to like 200 at least estimate oh, john do you want to take a yes real quick before uh, i'll I say twenty five thousand. estimated budget according to imdb is four hundred thousand. no Ooh. For hey the, for i win budget <laughs> that's still pretty cheap for a now movie. opening week. yeah but he made a thousand dollars he made so, like point what of that you know so opening weekend um, it worldwide it made one hundred and sixteen thousand six hundred and sixty six dollars. Hmm. Um, opened worldwide. That I guess it must have just opened in America only, even though it says worldwide because domestic is that exact same amount for the weekend. <laughs> gross. Um, worldwide gross was forty six million. Wow. Yeah. So, it got a lot of word of. I think I'm assuming it got a lot of word of mouth kind of. Yeah trade and so it cashed in on it yeah 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 so i remember speaking, that movie because i remember i was i was in i was about to go into grad school and i remember taking a grad school class that fall 2005 afterwards and i had a professor who was very fascinated by that movie mm-hmm. for different reasons but he, he found it fascinating i think because of the way it was such a low budget and how much money it had made speaking of mm-hmm. um trivia stuff i was i've been catching up on a podcast that i listened to um and they were discussing a trivia night thing that this bar was going to do. They were going to do, um, instead of St. Patrick's Day, it was going to be Sir St. Patrick's Day. And it was going to be in honor of Patrick Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> and one the, the trivia thing was going to be, um, who said it? Jean-Luc Picard or Professor Xavier? And so they read off one of the trivia questions on the podcast and Everyone who guessed on the podcast, I was like, that's Xavier. It's got to be Xavier. Um, even I thought it was Xavier because it was a it's like a quote from Shakespeare, but it's like the oh, it's 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 Brutus. 
I think. See, I would have told you John Luke Picard in that situation because he and, quotes Shakespeare more. Yeah, and so everyone would, but it, but the quote sounded something like okay. Xavier would say. Um, but then mutants, like John <laughs> the mutants will do this. It's it started with careful, Gene. <laughs> oh, 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 Xavier! Anyway. Uh, foreshadowing, folks. Foreshadowing. Foreshadow. Foreshadow. <laughs> and also, like foreshadowing, just like our timestamp is going. Um, let's move some news because we're going to do some foreshadowing in the news of bad things coming. That's us geekly. Damn. Here we go. All right, us geekly. John, brace yourselves. There's 29 items. Ah, yeah, yeah. You got to. Well, well, hey, look, these are going to end up in the show notes. So this is going to be a lot of fun for me on Monday. This is this is going to be a lot of quick stuff. Um, so yeah, yeah, I know we're going to do um, I'm going to do the CinemaCon stuff last because that'll all be it'll all tie together. This is Cinema what people Con trust happened. us for, though, John. You got to let us do this. This is this is my I'm favorite part. I'm not complaining. Part. I just want <laughs> you on Monday. Jeez. So let's. Let's let's do the first one that I'm excited for. Guardians of the Galaxy did its um open like its premiere the other mm-hmm. night. I'm pretty sure it was last. No, it would have been Thursday night. But well, I've been premiere. following Karen Gilliam on Instagram for a while, yeah. so I've seen all her outfits. So yeah. impressions are coming in, and it's apparently the best Marvel movie. They say Excellent. it is. Um, it solidifies it being the best trilogy. Um, it has a satisfying thing. It sets up new stuff. They love the villain. Um, and everyone's saying this is Marvel coming back to their form, and it is the best Marvel movie. I don't know if wow. that's gonna be true or not, but people are raving about it. So Guardians we're returning to some... endgame form is what we're saying here. Yes. Yeah. yes. Which I mean, we're wrapping up a story. We're yep. we're seeing the true cinematic arc and, and mm-hmm. finality of the arc. Well, that's good because you know, sticking endings is not always easy. And, and if you can stick it, you're doing a good job. I mean, and based on the stars in this, I feel like this might be the last Guardians too. Like, I don't know that we're so like, oh, not also, just like just we won't see them again, right? And, and I wanna, of the Guardians, I do want to mention this for anyone who's listening. I've already found out because James Gunn said it himself on Twitter. Ooh. There are two in tags in the movie. Okay, so just so you yeah, know, there's two. Um, I'll keep that in mind for my uh, Thursday, May fourth, eight p.m. showing. I'm going to. Yeah. So, and we are. It has been confirmed. Also, we are getting the first f bomb in an MCU. And there was like a whole thing where um, Kevin Feige was like, "Are you sure you want to be the one to go down and have the first f bomb?" And he's like, "Yes, yes, I do to get the first f bomb." So, um, there we go. It's Rocket. Let's be honest. It's got to be Rocket. Very strong chance there. I hope it's Groot. Ooh, <laughs> I am fuck. <laughs> Imagine if it's this teenage group and they're like, "Group, watch your mouth." And it's like, "Fuck!" And like, "Damn it, group, you can't do that." <laughs> um. So anyway, that's um that's some super positive news that I'm very excited about. So next up, let us do um dodgeball two. Is in the works. What? I don't know if you cared about Dodgeball, but Dodgeball 2 apparently is in the works. I mean, I enjoyed it like any other college kid my age at the time it came out, but I don't know that I ever needed a 2. We already have ESPN 8. We have the Ocho. It exists. Well, <laughs> you're, getting, you're, you're getting Dodgeball 2. And right. you can watch that while you're, while you're um, partaking. 
if you will, if you're partaking. When does and it come out? They didn't say it's just that it's in the works. Oh, okay. So we don't have a date. But also in the works is a R-rated Christopher Robin movie. In line with the uh, the the killer. No, so this one's going to be hybrid. So it's like live action and animated. And the concept so no. from from the article from the variety article, the concept is um, is that he has. He, he, I don't think it's anxiety. Let's see if it actually states what he has. I, I think it's anxiety. Um, but Didn't Christopher we Robin, this in the one where Ewan McGregor played the adult version of him. Well, kind of. So Christopher <laughs> Robin is a delusion, disillusioned New Yorker navigating his quarter life crisis with the help of weird talking animals who live beyond a drug induced portal outside of his derelict apartment complex, the <laughs> hundred acres. So he gets high. And it's wow. Sick. It's Winnie the Pooh. This is Winnie the Pooh for Gen wow. Z. Yeah. Millennials. <laughs> so. Winnie uh, the John Wick. <laughs> oh, so they're just trying. He, they're trying to prep us so that we we'll feel better about it after we see the other Winnie the Pooh horror flick. Yeah, I don't know if you're if you're wanting. We're to trying see to this update movie. the character. We're trying to update the character. I'm, but I'm kind of down for this weird poo. Like I don't I, something about it. Just seems... <laughs> I'm never down for a weird poo. I just want to make <laughs> make that known right now. I just like <laughs> normal ones. Normal's good. <laughs> Eat fiber, folks. Eat your fiber. Great fiber's good. We're, we're all minerals and bran. You have to start realizing that fiber's not a bad thing. No. Brown rice, folks. Brown rice. Brown rice. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to watch this. I will actually watch. This. I'm not going to watch Pooh, Blood, and Honey, but this. You get the right Christopher Robin. I'm in. I am in. Speaking oh, of, also, it'll be Christian man. Bale. <laughs> oh, please. <laughs> Please give give me Christian Bale doing this. No, I, I was thinking Bane. The, uh, I can't think of his name now. Tom Hardy. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, Tom Hardy. <laughs> oh, you know who I want? He would play to it. Be? He would go all in. <laughs> Timoth- wanted- no, Timothy Chalamet. It should be him. I want it to be Lin Manuel Miranda. And every time he goes into the the poo world, he just raps. Yeah, but I want time. I want someone who who's an actor though. Okay, how oh, about Michael Pena? Yeah, sorry, I what if it's Michael, Pe- Pe- what if it's Michael Pena? <laughs> wow, what a low blow to Lin Manuel. I know. Please don't listen to this one. <laughs> Funnyguys.offthereels at gmail.com. If Lin Manuel Mel Miranda an actor or yeah, not? Let's be honest. Okay, okay I, you know what? Side tangent for like 30 seconds. Put yeah. it on the clock. All right, Lin Manuel Miranda is a, is a fucking genius and he will be. He is close to being, assuming he can amass the body of work in relevancy. He will be the next whatever generation we are currently in Broadway. He will be one of the central figures, the same as we think back to like, I mean, I'm not going to name names because then I'm comparing and people get even worse at that. That said, he will be a well-known name for years to come, largely simply for Hamilton. But if he can amass a body of work beyond that, Into the Heights is amazing. Um, I think the movie was great. So I think he's already, okay. He's not a good so actor. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to save you by switching subjects real quick. As of this weekend, by the end of this weekend, the Mario Brothers movie will hit a billion dollars. What? Wow. Yeah. Where does that put it up against like avatars and stuff? A long way away. <laughs> okay, that's what I was figuring. I'm going to do my best Owen Wilson. I, I, wow. 
Oh wow! Yeah, I, wow! I oh, think wow. we got to draw that. Avatar. Wow! Avatar, it's got to hit like two point five billion. Wow! But, yeah, it's a see you 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 do own Wilson too hard and you veer towards um Jennifer uh, uh, Coolidge. Yeah, <laughs> oh, you're yeah. right. You do. You do. <laughs> god. Oh my god! All right, it's gonna hit a billion dollars. I'm gonna. I gotta get us away to. You better move oh, on. Wow. <laughs> you know, just for that, just for that, Eric. We're gonna oh, do no. a Don't tough do it. one. Oh, Jonathan Majors way to bring it down. is in the news yeah. again. Oh, you did God. it. I didn't um, do anything. The alleged Jennifer victim Coolidge has been <laughs> the alleged victim has been granted temporary um, order of protection ahead mm. of the court date. And supposedly, um, Michael was, or sorry, Jonathan was okay with like signing up. He's whatever to make her feel better. Um. And to just help set the court case. So I don't know where this is going, but this is just getting worse and worse. And I'm. Yeah, we we got a ways to go on this one, I think. All right. Here's what I'm going to do. It is today is April 29th. I don't see this article. Oh, wow. Way to timestamp us. (laughs) The court case is May 9th. I'm going to say by. July fourth, we're gonna have a new Kang. Yeah, I think it's going to happen. You wanna, do you, I've already do seen you rumors wanna... of people who've been being tossed about. Yep. Oh, I don't remember Ooh. names, um, but I've already seen stuff like that being uh, done. So, yeah. um, Eric, do you want to take a date when you think this is going to happen? June first. All right, June first. Whatever comes out in discovery in that first few moments of the the court, I'll be bad. Let's just say May thirty first. I'm going to stick myself right in front of Eric just to prices right him. All right, all right. <laughs> well, here we go. Let's let's hope we're we're all wrong. Oh, no, well, I know. Bad feeling. I unfortunately think at this point well. it's going to be so toxic. It's going to have to happen either way. Yeah, that's it's how really I feel sad, too. but. I don't want to say, I mean, I like him as an actor, but if he's a bad human being, I'm not going to stand by him for that. So I'm sorry, buddy. I I agree. So let's, let's bring up a little bit and let's say, mention that Disney is suing DeSantis finally. (laughs) Um, And basically they're saying that DeSantis is violating their first amendment rights as um, a business. This is like a, this is a crossover topic for our pods. This this doesn't happen that often. I feel it like does not happen that often. big culture wars this way, <laughs> so that happens too. So, yeah. do you think they're moving to South Carolina? Did you hear that? That was my favorite no. joke, man. Look, there's an apocryphal story that I've heard, and I call it apocryphal because I don't know 100 percent true it is. But there was talk that decades ago, when they were looking for a location, that South Carolina was a place they approached. It's so, possible, but they would never be able to get the land to move. Well, actually, there's to... there's a lot of undeveloped land that you could have gotten, and it would have been like in the central area, just north of Orangeburg. You probably could have done stuff there, right? That's what the whole, but, but not now. But no, not, no, no, not now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and they, now it, it'd be almost impossible. But we're talking like 1960s. Exactly, it, it's yeah. impossible. They're never going to move. Anyone it's more of like a cheap move, shot. It's, it's a cheap yeah. shot. Absolutely, it's a cheap shot. It's what it is. It's uh, a cheap shot to make him look behind and realize that he he's been outflanked yeah. by more than one group of people. Yeah, 
Um, I mean, this is one of those things that's like dumb. This is like a sunk cost fallacy in real time where he has committed himself so much to this stupid stuff that he is going to have the worst time trying to extract himself now. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Just just given, man, it's Disney. No one fights the mouse. But that's the sunk cost fallacy, Eric. He thinks he's put too much into this to run away now. It's true. He literally thinks he has to keep going. But it's only going to get worse. I like, know. Oh, how, yeah. do, how does he not? How does he not have someone? In, That's why it's um, a fallacy. It's not a logical thing. Yeah. It's a fallacy. It's illogical. <laughs> yeah, it's it's going to be messed up. And I'm I'm down to watch this train wreck. It's going to be amazing. And my gosh, yes, I am not. I mean, I, I've, we, I've I've expressed this multiple times on this podcast. I mean, what we're we're episode fifty five, right? I'm not crazy. Yeah. Fifty five. I know I've expressed it multiple times that I am not. Like for business and corporation, I'm not like that person who's like 100% pro business. But in this instance, I want business to win. Like Disney is not a perfect company, but I love Disney. I want Disney to clean his clock. Mm-hmm. Um, they he deserves it for what he did. He deserves it for what he's doing. And I hope they sue him so much that he actually has to pay his own personal money. And go broke. I want them to just take him to town. So are they oh, suing for the are second they suing time? DeSantis or the governorship? For, no, they're suing DeSantis. Let me tell you something right now. I've yeah. twice this week received advertisements via text for people who are promoting him as if he's running for president, which he hasn't declared yet. Oh, so the bill did pass. We were talking about this privately. Um, the bill that he couldn't, um, if he runs, if he announces, then he has to stop being governor. They oh, passed, he passed where, that through finally. Yes, that has gone. Uh, through. I knew he was going to do it. So I think the people are saying he's going to announce the first week of June. So, mm-hmm. um, anyway. have fun with that. Yeah, but anyway, um, Billy, yes, he is. The, he's I'm pretty sure he's. They're suing DeSantis himself and not the governor. But because he is the governor, they're going to. He's going to use um, Florida taxpayer money to pay mm-hmm. for the legal defense. So. I like to thank all my friends who live in Florida. Have fun, guys. Yeah. Actually, uh, most of the friends I know in Florida hate his guts. So, so let's oh. now. They'll really, oh, really thin. Since you said hate guts, let's okay. switch to Marvel for a second. All right. So I'm going to do two Marvel things. I want to do one that's a positive one, and then you're going to see why I said hates guts. So first one, it looks like Josh Gad is joining the MCU in Wonder Man. Okay. Hmm. Don't know, no, we don't know who he's playing. He could be playing himself for all we know, but Ben Grimm. <laughs> now, he was never watched would that be in Wonder Man. <laughs> oh, okay. So, but I'm glad you said Ben Grimm because we've been getting all these rumors for a while that oh, God, um, Adam Driver is going to most likely be Mr. Fantastic. There's been lots of rumors that for Mrs. Um, Invisible Woman, they were looking at a Mila Kunis type, um, but it seems to be they're settling on Vanessa um, Kirby. It was perfect casting. I hope that's true. God, I hope that's true. Um, but it has come out that for Ben Grimm, they want someone who is Jewish. They very much want to be a Jewish character, and they are open to casting. And it seems like this is again, this is a rumor. Keep this in mind. But it seems like Mila Kunis is up for the role of Ben Grimm, the thing. Wait, what? Yeah. Yeah, you. I saw this on Twitter today, and I just like I'm not touching this. Yeah, and you know people. I think we're being trolled. There, shit. I think Kevin Feige could do it. Yeah, Mila Kunis. I think Kevin Feige might actually do it. Not Sue Storm. Not Sue Storm. 
Ben Grimm. And <laughs> and right. so now here's what so I saw that this I mean, morning. Sure, why not? <laughs> I saw that this morning. But since I've since then I've seen an article where she was speaking to I'm pulling it up right now on my phone. I believe it was James Corden. Um and she denied she was talking about the movie mm-hmm. and she was asked is she involved in the movie she goes i am not in fantastic four she declared but then added that she's aware of the actors who will be cast but i know who is but i don't want to get in trouble with the mouse so she knows the cast which tells me if she knows the cast she's in that movie because marvel's so secretive so Oh. There we go. This works. This works. It does I, work I here. I'm doing this. Well, you know, I was thinking Hi, about um, staged. <laughs> is what I was thinking about. Wait, I was wait. thinking about staged. Um, and in staged, Josh Gad is actually in that. Hmm. He actually um shows up to do lines with um. I don't know if it's David Tennant or the other one. It was quite funny. If you haven't seen staged, folks, go watch that. It's hilarious. So, John. Wh- what are your thoughts? Okay, you you and me are the two that probably could speak the most on this. Do you do you give a shit? Does it matter to you if she's thing? Not really. That they that they. I honestly think Marvel does a good job. Yeah. So I think that they do something with it. And by the way, there has been a female. Yeah, there has. Thing. Wasn't was she was she thing? Wasn't she? Is that my, my like memory that. playing me wrong? That's also so, been floating around Twitter. So yeah. So here's something. I I actually don't mind them doing the gender swaps, like you just said. You know what I would rather though? I would rather it be Johnny. Yeah, I do too. That'll be. I hard. think she would be a fun Johnny. I just don't see. I don't see her as thing. If it was Michelle Rodriguez or, um, just a woman who looks like she could kick my ass, <laughs> I wouldn't mind There's it. There's a problem much. with Mila Kunis. She does not look like she could kick anybody's ass. Yeah, that's that's the <laughs> only, only problem with it. But I don't. I don't hate the idea of it being a female thing. So uh, you you brought up the the fact that they wanted to cast a Jewish actor, right? Mm-hmm. Is Mila yeah. Kunis Jewish? Yes. Yes. Okay. Is Michelle Rodriguez? Because I was like, ooh, I like that casting. If you're if you're not... no Michelle Rodriguez so. is yeah. definitely. I did not realize Mila Kunis was Jewish. Yeah. Cool. Not, and not Ukrainian for the team. Yeah, and Ukrainian. I thought. I think I kind of knew that actually. So let's move to something that you should know, considering where you work. I'm not going to name names. I think I've already named my names, but please, I thank you. Uh, <laughs> Amazon. <laughs> they're doing a new Batman TV series, which we what? knew about. It's the one that oh, yeah. um, that HBO's ding dumb um, suck at Zazzleop. You shouldn't have done this. Um, sold off to Amazon. They're gonna, Actually, they picked up for two seasons. So it's um, Bruce Tim. Coming back to do two seasons of a Batman show. Anyway, um, then what we did not know is that there's actually going to be two other Batman shows. There's going to be Merry Little Batman. This is Merry Little Batman right here in this image. So you guys can gag on it because I really like, do not like, like the, the Merry Little no. Lamb. Like what? I've no, it's no just that looks be, like some sort of Rick and oh, Morty Mary knockoff Little. stuff. It, or... it is. And it's... Merry Little Batman is an animated family action comedy that follows young Damian Wayne Wayne. Oh my um, god. As he finds himself alone in Wayne Manor on Christmas Eve, transforming into little Batman in order to defend his home in Gotham City. Oh, so it's um, home alone. 
essentially. And then oh there's a and then there's another one that is going to be called. But hold on, Bad hold on. Before Family. before we move on, mm-hmm. Damian Wayne was raised to be an assassin. Why is this being portrayed this way? He will just murder these people. He would. They are like literally would. taking Damian Wayne way out of context. There. Yes. That's what's more insulting. Maybe this is like before he becomes an assassin. No, but he I, was trained by way. that by his mother before he ever met his father. Yeah. Oh, okay. oh my god! And then there's going to be Bat Family that follows Batman, Alfred, and Young Damien, um, who has taken the mantle of Little Batman alongside newcomers to Wayne Manor as they navigate the fun and frustrations of life as a super family. Okay, I'm going to say this right now: we have entered the new Adam West kitsch era of Batman. Yes. It's coming. Oh, no. <laughs> we have to have somebody save it because we're going there now. Apparently, I don't know that and I Neil mind. Neil and Neil Adams aren't around to save us anymore. I don't know that I mind. Have have fun with it. Uh, I I need to see it and reading it and seeing the image, the one image that they dropped. I don't like it. I need to see it in motion. I need to hear the voices. I need that's what I need. This is um, our cultural obsession with Batman. I don't he's think it's supposed work. to be the end all be all of all characters, and he's not. I'm sorry, folks. He's not. There are other characters and other ones you could do this with, not Batman. This is just somebody trying to cash in on Batman and dragging the brand down into what it's not. Yes. This is why we have how many trilogies of Batman at this point? I mean, we're going to literally be working on, what are we on, like our third grouping now of Batman movies with the... it's It's a quadology... And Something then like that. a trilogy, yeah. and then now it's going to be a two movie, and then I guess maybe a trilogy, depending on how you look at what? the Snyder. And this stuff. isn't counting the Batman from the Snyder verse either. That's what I was saying. That, that like we have all these incarnations that never, they don't connect, don't glue. They were just constantly recycling. Yeah, but yeah. I'm I find it Batman. Being, I find I Batman can be great, but he can also be tedious because he gets overused. I find that for all superheroes, to be honest. True, yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I need to see it in motion. I, I, I don't want to pull like a, God, Heath Ledger, why would you cast Heath Ledger as Joker? This is going to be horrendous. And then we see it, and we're like, oh, my God, this is the most amazing thing. I need to see it. Like, I, I learned my lesson because of that. So I need to see it in motion. I need to hear it before I make a, a passing judgment. But I will say, based on the description and based on that one image, I do not like this. Bad first impression. Yes. Bad first impression. So we're going to be lucky if we get a second date here, folks. That's right. We're not going to get a second date. <laughs> or a first. Um, <laughs> so I want to bring I want to bring it down for a second before I talk about the last little bit. Um, oh, cool. And I know Jonathan Majors was a downer, but we're going to do a, another downer. Um, but this one's even more depressing. Um, love him or hate him. Jerry Springer passed away this week. Yeah. Um, I did not watch his show. I, I'm obviously I was aware of his show um, because of my age, um, but you know it, it it still sucks. He was an icon of the time. I've heard that he was a really nice guy in real I, life. I so, thought he was actually a decent guy. Yeah, so I think my is, mother met him actually at one point. Oh, that's kind of cool. Back Everybody during, forgets that he was the mayor of Cincinnati who got yeah, in trouble for like, writing a check later yeah. on those days when he was transitioning into TV. Oh, um, let's let's pour one out for uh, Mr. Jerry Springer. Let's actually bring one out. No, <laughs> <laughs> um, look out! He's got a chair. Oh God! Oh God! 
What? What? Steve? Here comes Steve. Here comes Steve. Uh, <laughs> oh, Steve. Yeah. Right. I remember watching more of it than I'd like to admit. <laughs> I I will say I had it on because there was something that came. God, it was like because it was late night, and I feel like there was something that came on afterwards after it that I used to watch. And of all. I, let it play uh-huh. while I was doing other things, and then I would watch what I was actually there to watch. Of all the shows of that genre, Jerry Springer was the one I watched the most. He was the originator, really. He was the one who really pioneered mm. it and took it to yeah. its farthest. I mean, the kind of format existed, but he took it to that extreme. He made it big yeah. somehow. Yeah. He mountain dude it. He mountain dude it. He extremed <laughs> Maury Povich. Yes, basically. Yeah. Or uh, Donahue. He took Donahue oh, to an extreme. So let's. Um, mm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna change yeah. topics because this is a big one, and this is a lot of news things. So I'm gonna rattle these off fairly fastish. Oh. Um. So we're doing. We're gonna talk about CinemaCon. CinemaCon was this week, and CinemaCon is where they, um, all the members of NATO, the National Alliance of Theater Owners. Um. So not. Uh, the North Atlantic Treaty Organization. Right. Not them. Um, they go <laughs> to basically all the studios get together and do presentations to say, hey, here's what we got coming up this year and you want to see it. This is what you're going to be having and you need to figure out how many prints you want to order and blah, 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 blah. So it's just a, a big geeky con for people who are theater owners. They they even do presentations on like how to do um, concessions. Like, what's the best way to sell concessions? They have, like, whole presentations on that that you can go see. Um, press can go for the presentations and stuff. So, anyway, CinemaCon was this week. Lots of shit happened. So, you can imagine. It's just kind of like San Diego Comic-Con with some weird stuff that got announced. Uh, I'm not... They, I don't remember the exact order, and I didn't put these down in the order they actually happen. Uh, so, this will be a little jumpy. But here we go. Across the Spider-Verse will take place one year after the first movie. And I've seen some unconfirmed things that Adam Sandberg is going to be playing Ben Riley um, in the movie. Mm-hmm. So Craven will be a R-rated, almost hard R. They got to see a little bit of stuff. So I don't know. We're going to see, but it's going to be an R-rated movie. Mm. So I might, it, I think it will officially be Marvel's, even though it's the Sony side of Marvel, I believe it will officially be Marvel's first R-rated movie. So well, in the kind of new canon, since we know that the Sony stuff kind of ties into the MCU now. Gotcha. Rhino, the dumb character Rhino, will be in Craven, and it's not going to be a mech suit. It's not going to be the same thing. It appears that it might actually be like he morphs into a Rhino or something, some weird stuff. But Rhino not is not Paul Giamatti in a mech suit. Got it. Not Paul Giamatti in a mech suit. So we're I... going to get Craven and Rhino in the Craven movie. I don't know that I like them. I'm going to tell you something. More. <laughs> I honestly feel like these characters shouldn't be standalone. So you should find a way to do a Sinister Six. They they should not be giving villains these mm. anti-hero movies. No, I mean I think this is a this is a way this is this is another Morbius in the making here. Yes, but supposedly that what they saw made people happy about this movie and not cringy like Morbius. So. I don't know. Okay. I'm, I need to see the first stuff, and the trailer will supposedly drop this summer. So, we got some Morbius coming. So, here we go. Next up, Paul Rudd and Carrie Coon will be in uniforms in Ghostbusters um, Afterlife 2, they've confirmed. So, hey, that's kind of cool. Okay. Beetlejuice 2 has been confirmed. It is being done. So, if you wanted more that. Beetlejuice, you're getting more Beetlejuice. That's Zaslaw. Jenna Ortega, right? 
Yeah, um, we don't 100% know she's in it. So that has not been confirmed. Yeah. But that is the rumors that she's going to be in it. Mm. That would be a selling point for me. Yes. So. Man. Michael Keaton will be in Careful, it. Careful, Jenna. She, a, I think she's an awesome actress, but I really worry if she's going to get pigeonholed into like this role. Like, I, I don't know. Maybe exploit it while you got it, I guess. But like, I feel like she's doing the same thing in like several things now. I would bank that money and then break it up. Like, <laughs> bank the money, take a couple of years off, then come back, you fresh mm-hmm. type thing. Yeah, yeah, it's that's what I do. It's probably smart. She's young. She's got a million, ton of years. Yeah, and there's no way they're not getting um, they're not getting Michael Keaton back. There's no way. So we're totally she, work without him. She really does like fucking carry uh, Wednesday though. She's awesome. Yes, she does. Actually, her and I. I love the room. So let's go to the Wednesday chat for a second. I <laughs> love the roommate. The like the happy yes. roommate. She's yes, it's so such a, I want to I want to just see a whole Me season too. just the two of them on an adventure, like a road trip. The two of yeah. them, you know, I girl I who couldn't wolf that. out. Yes, oh, she's <laughs> they're so good great. Disney. <laughs> she is. She was the standout for for me in that show. With with thing. Yes. Also, I'm going to say that you know for for a role, I really love Catherine Zeta Jones as Morticia. Yeah, I did not I did not yeah. like no, I did. no, I did. I not. did. I didn't like. I didn't like Gomez, but I like. Um, I like I Gomez. I didn't like Gomez either, I but I will Gomez. say he looked, wasn't wasn't suave. In my he looks opinion. more accurate well, to the old school. Yes, that's what I was gonna say. He looks identical mm. to the drawings. I just didn't like the. the uh, I don't want to say presentation. I just there's something about. I think it, it's got to be how he was written. There's just something off that I didn't like about Gomez. He wasn't well written, but he was also just kind of. I hate to say greasy, but like it just felt like kind of a greasy. He's sort supposed of to be. He's like a kind of like a used car salesman. At yeah, that's yeah. Gomez though. That is Gomez. I don't know. I've always thought of Gomez. I guess is like the. Uh, well, you think of the, the Raul Julia version. Yeah, that's exactly. a, no, that's why. Yeah, yeah that's, Raul that's, that's, that should be the version. That part. Well, correctly, in my opinion. <laughs> Well, that's just your opinion. I guess so, folks. And right in, right in, right in, and support me, folks. Not funny guys. Dot off the reels at, at gmail.com. gmail.com. Don't you dare! What? No, you please do. Right, right against John. No, no, I'm helping you out because if I say don't do it, they'll do it. They're, you know, their oh, oppositional well. defiance will kick in. And speaking <laughs> of oppositional defiance, Zaslov said oh. that he has <laughs> he has confirmed that he has no interest in direct to streaming movies. Um, and then that was so I'm pretty sure Warner Brothers was day one. Almost all the studios said the same thing. It is all about we're sending things to theatrical, not coming to um, streaming that's more and, money. So. And it, it seems to be one of the things that I'd heard since all this was breaking was that if you think about this way, even if it's a bad movie, throwing it in theatrical, then saying it's coming to max helps a movie versus just throwing it to max because if you throw it to max people might just go oh it's a direct-to-movie thing i'm not going to see it um so it gets a little bit of a stigma you also don't get to advertise now on max versus in a theater it's a prestige thing they care about yeah so um get ready for that they also um can i can i ask a question about zaslov while we're on him yeah like do you know him personally yeah i mean you know oh zas yeah, I'm, um, I'll, I'll give him a call. Yeah, what's he Well, with the whole, with all of these things that he's doing, with the mo- with the multiple name changes at HBO Max mm-hmm. moving to Max soon, I think May twenty third. I think I got the note. Yeah, May twenty third. Yeah. Um, is he is he about to sell this place off for parts? Like, I, I think mean, so. Is, I'm I'm fully convinced he is doing a fire sale. He's setting up for a fire. Yeah, sale. I'm, I'm going to tell you something. Let me he's tell you destroying something. brands. He's breaking. Let me tell you a secret. Brands. I'll give you a secret. 
It's like Elon Musk. He doesn't know what he's doing. Yes, that is very accurate. I don't know. I think Elon Musk got out in front of his skis and got stuck. And but he his, doesn't know what it, he's doing with Twitter. That's what. Yeah, but I, right, but I think, I'm, but I think Elon Musk does it to be a troll. Where I don't think I think Zaslav is just incompetence. I think he so thinks he knows what he's doing. I think he knows what he's doing. I think he's trying to make more money on doing a fire sale, hmm. tarnish a brand, do a fire sale, sell he's, it off, sell off the parts for more what, than what could, he paid. Could Disney buy DC, or is that is that too much of a comic monopoly? Becomes a problem with monopoly, but yeah. and I don't think he would sell DC off. I think he would sell off characters. I think he'd be like, "Who Ooh. wants to buy the old Marvel version, of Superman?" Oh, yeah. No, but I don't not like Marvel did not where Marvel like sold out the licensing rights. Or what about I Warner think, Brothers? I think he would literally sell Batman, mm-hmm. and just be, and then someone image or Marvel could be like, "I want Batman, I want Superman," and then you just throw yeah. it all out there. You I like think, that because he can characters. make yeah, he can make more money doing that than others. Sounds so. like a terrible idea. Yes, and let's hope I'm wrong. Also, let's hope you're wrong. Being it's, it's going to be such a weird app, you know. After soon, it's just going to feel like this ghost town of an app. Yes. Speaking of ghost towns, the next Conjuring <laughs> movie will be titled <laughs> "The Conjuring Last Rites," and I am so in and excited. Also, speaking apparently, of ghost towns, indeed, you're, <laughs> you and your transitions. <laughs> also, apparently, the Nun Two they filmed in an actual abandoned church, and I'm so down. Oh, Speaking of the nun, much. yeah. Have you guys heard of this peacock show that features a nun like fighting yes. against AI? I saw the yeah. trailer for it. Have it you looks guys amusing. seen it? I want to no, see it. I haven't I seen it yet, but right. it looks amusing. Um, what I can't, what I want to blind my eyes from is apparently in Wonka, Hugh Grant will be playing an Oompa Loompa. I heard that. <laughs> what now, the fuck? <laughs> if he if his Oompa Loompa is anything like he was in Dungeons and Dragons, I'm in. Wait, I, have, I need to see Dungeons and Dragons. It comes on. It, I, it they just changed the date. Digitally what? drops on Tuesday. Shut the front door. Digitally on Tuesday. Wow. Right. Yep. May seventeenth, by the way, for Ant Man: Quantumania on Disney Plus. Ooh, Plus I want to buy. Yeah, I can do that now. Ooh, yeah, we can watch it. Right. Well, I've we've watched it this week. Um, yeah, still, the other thing they announced. So there is going to be a new Transformers movie, which I didn't know about, and I'm not talking about Rise of the Beast. I knew about that one. Yeah. There's an animated Transformer movie that is coming out, and I want to just read the cast real quick. It is an origin movie. It's going to be basically the origin of Optimus and Megatron. It'll be called Transformer 1, animated movie theater next year. Chris Hemsworth as Optimus Prime. Brian Tyree Henry as Megatron. Scarlett Ooh. Johansson as Alita. So I assume Alita 1. Um, Keegan-Michael Key as Bumblebee. John Hamm as Sentinel Prime. And Lawrence Fishburne as Alpha Trion. John Go. Wow. Okay. Um, I actually heard about this because I saw it announced by um Gail Simone on Twitter. Oh, it um, wasn't announced by Gail. She was calling well, she was resp- the- she was responding. That was where I saw it. Yeah, yeah. No, she I was- saw her responding to it, and I'm like, okay, cool. Let's see what you got. Yeah, everyone you know, was up just in don't arms. do any kind of like let's do some actual animation and not computer That's generated. If they do computer, I want it to at least look like what that last Netflix series looked like, because the computer animation was actually good for that. Okay. But if it's anything else, I don't want it. Don't um, but it, it made news this week, not because of the cast, which is what should have made news for. It made news because I think it was the L.A. Times, and I could be wrong. I'm sorry, L.A. Times, if the I'm calling you out. The cast is incredible. 
they put in a thing that this will be the first live action yes. animated movie. And that's what everyone's like, I'm sorry. Did you forget about the one in 1989? 1987, case. 87? 86. Yeah. 80s, they are all a blur to me. Come on. Yeah, that was insul- I saw that too. And that was kind of insulting. Yeah. All right, and then um, last thing from CinemaCon, they got to see The Flash, and it seems to be mostly, actually, almost overwhelmingly positive. There was a, where it mostly Ooh. gets to is, is it the best DC movie or not? Some people were going, it's the best comic book movie. A lot wow. of people basically just going, hey, this isn't a really good movie, and it's fun. If you just go in, set your expectations right it's just a hell of a lot of fun from the moment it starts to the moment it ends don't think about ezra miller right just go in and watch it and you'll enjoy it so has anyone spoiled it yet and be like yeah they totally replace them at the end (laughs) let's be honest (laughs) no that's and i'm i'm shocked that no one has spoiled it yet but there has been a lot of there is a cameo in the movie that will blow your mind and i don't know if they're i don't think they're talking about an actor i believe they're talking about a character that shows up so i'm just going through my mind like what weird character would you be able to get on there? Like, is it Clayface or did you bring Gorilla Grodd? Like, who could you? Have I think it's in? an actor and I think it's Christian Bale. If it's an actor, my money's on George Clooney. No, God, please don't. No, I think, I think, I think George would sign up. I'd, I'm, I'd be surprised if you don't see him. Some things are best forgotten. All right. Now, here we go. So we're going to do the last thing because we're going to we're going, yeah, we're going really long here on news. Yeah, we're going long on news. I didn't intend for it to be long. I blame Eric. Um, but here we go. I'm going to call off the trailers that came out this week. We're not going to talk about them all. Um, we just watched them, ladies and gentlemen. We watched them right before we started in recording. the green room. We'll include this so, in the show notes so you can watch them too. So here's what I am going to do. I'm going to call out the trailers. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven trailers here. We're going to, after I call them out, we're just going to say which one we thought was the best, which one we thought looked the worst, and which one we're the most intrigued by. So here are the trailers that we watch for new stuff that um, is coming out soon. Hunger Games, prequel, Disney's Wish, Transformers Rise of the Beast, Flash, Fast X, Godzilla X-Kong, and the Twisted Metal TV show. So Eric, you're first. Which do you think is looks the best? Oh man, uh, the best—I don't know. The wish honestly got me pretty excited. Like, and I—I'm not that excited for kids' okay. movies typically, but it looked really good. Like, I was—I right. was pretty pretty excited for that. Um, Fast X, of course, but yeah, I'll say I'll put it on—I'll put it on Wish because I don't All know right. anything about it. All right, I got—I got, 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 got two me. comments here. I want to say there's a there's a there's a bit of a talk to my mind. I think Flash. I'm going to agree with our previous comment and say I think Flash is good. I think. It's because it's going to be the third Michael Keaton Batman film, but the Transformers one is starting to look better than it deserves to be, like we said. So yeah. are you going to say the Transformers yeah, is Yeah, I don't best? know why, but I feel like they've found a right direction of a live-action Transformers that might not be a right. pile of poop. Mm. All right, I'm going to say Hunger Games looks the best to me because I wasn't expecting anything, and so I think it looks the best. Mm. Now, of those... Here's Dinklage is why I'm going to see that film, okay? Eric, which do you think looks the worst? So if I'm, I mean, just flat out, I think the Godzilla versus Kong probably. Um, I'm with you. But I honestly almost wanted to say the Hunger Games. 
No, as I'm much ooh, interesting. As much as like I, I will probably want to see that, I'm a little annoyed that it's a movie. I think I said this because I don't feel like it's going to do do justice. I think it feels and looks a little rushed in places already. So I'm hoping that that's just early edits and stuff like that. I am going to agree with the two of you that Godzilla X Kong looks the worst, and I like the Godzilla movie. So <laughs> this is not. I like the first one, Godzilla vs Kong. I enjoyed it. Was a it was a slugfest. All right, now which one has you the most intrigued? Don't make me Eric. go first. Don't make me. Damn it! No, Eric. I'm going to say I'm going to say it's my okay. choice. It's the okay. Transformers one because I want to see what they've done and if it's better. So. It's the one I have most interest with, and it's the one I'm, I think it looks most intriguing. Has no business, but maybe I've got low expectations, and it's sort of tweaking me because the first trailer I was like, eh, and now I'm like, wow, okay, all right, we got Eric, RC. What's the most intriguing? I I think I'd have to say Transformers too, as right. well, because like I want to say Twisted Metal because I'm. I'm. I definitely want to see that, but I feel like I knew that I'd want to see that from the moment they made it look decent, which they did. Transformers looked way better than I thought a Transformer should look at this point. So I was kind of like, "Oh, they're 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 bringing back some form here. I'll I'll check that out again." It makes me it makes me curious. It makes me intrigued. All right, Eric, because I hate you. Which do you think I'm the most intrigued by? Why do you hate me? Um, <laughs> can you can you zoom in? I've, I've got this. I've got old eyes. You got old eyes? I do. They're gone now, man. All right. I Which think. Do you think I'm the most intrigued by? Come on, this should be easy. Come on, come on, come on. Oh, twisted John, metal. Do you think twisted, twisted metal? Man, you both stuck ass. Shut up. What? I like am the Hunger most. Games? Don't I'm question. The most in, I am most intrigued by Flash. Okay. What? I did that on purpose because I knew you guys were going to say Twisted Metal, quite honestly. Ha ha. Um, okay, that was a dumb question. Um, I am intrigued by Flash because... <laughs> don't take it personally. <laughs> don't take it personally. <laughs> take it personally. <laughs> take it personally. I don't care. Um, right at me, John. Not funny, guys. It's not off the reels at gmail.com. <laughs> um, I will write in. I will write in. I will... Use a pseudonym, and I will shoot you out, and you'll know it's me because I've already told you. Our next letter comes from John in the Carolinas. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so um, I want to real quick say why. The Warner Brothers has fucked with my emotions and my, like, logic on the DC movies. They've, They've set up these expectations of good, and they haven't always turned out that way. It's been diminishing returns. Marvel has been so good. So I'm going in with such a low bar, plus everything we know about that's been going on behind the scenes with the actor, plus everything going on with Zaslov. Like, I don't, I want to love it because it's the Flash and I love the Flash, but I'm so hesitant because of everything. And I'm, this trailer makes this movie look so amazing. Yeah. And all the word from CinemaCon. So I'm just so intrigued. What is this? Is it actually a dumpster fire? Or is it actually the most amazing thing on earth? I can't imagine there's much middle ground for that. So that is why I'm actually the most intrigued by this. Okay. Hmm. That's so. a fair critique. I give you fair points for that. Yeah. For wasting our time. Hey, I give you I'm... no points. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we can all agree Twisted Metal looks like a dumpster fire. Bullshit! Bullshit! <laughs> Twisted Metal looks like it's going to be fucking amazing, like Last Man on Earth, but good. 
Oh, wow. no, I actually really love that show. I'm going to write Will Forte and let him know what you think. I'm sad Will Forte is not bigger than he Hold is. Hold on, I'm going to call him right now. I know him. No, I don't. Hey, Will, I'm sorry. God, you both are. All right. Let's I love that I, like, I insult something and then turn around back. I love them, actually. Don't, don't hate me. <laughs> let us. Dear fans, Eric is a simp for all right, a while. So, it's true. Ladies... All right. So here's what we're going to do. I did check the mailbox, um, and then I forgot to flag what the mail was that I was going to read. So I do apologize um, to anyone who wrote in. That we'll is on me. Um, I'm not doing a, dis- a discussion, even though I really like these discussions we had been having. I'm not going to do one this week because I knew once I saw how the news was starting to to form out, I didn't want to throw in a discussion because we would talk for 40 minutes on it like we did previously. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Um, we don't have one of those. So this week, I'm changing up the order a little bit. I'm sorry, Eric. So I hope you are prepared. Oh, no. Yeah, oh, no. I'm, I'm really sorry. Eric, can you please recommend a library to us right now? So I feel like these recommendations are always out of order because they're always tied into things that come after it. And yet here we are again with another thing tied in to sorry. what's to come. <laughs> um. But my recommendation this week is Pound Ridge Library in Pound Ridge, New York. Uh, Pound Ridge Library is a member of the Westchester Library System, a cooperative of 38 independent public libraries in Westchester County. As a patron of our uh, library, you can access the materials from any of the members. Uh, I'm just reading their their stuff at this point. Um, the Ultimately, the, the Pound Ridge Library kind of looks like a, a old school house. It's it's really kind of pretty. It's also, I mean, I don't want to say in the middle of nowhere because nothing's nowhere, but um, it's not necessarily a very populated area around the the library. So you'll get a lot of um, a lot of uh, nature reserves are in the area. So some good hiking. Uh, you're just down the street from the the Pound Ridge Nursery and Garden Center. Um, it has kind of a rich history. It's been around, I think, since like 1953. A couple expansions, of course, since then. Um, and then this one's kind of the weirdest in its schedule. It's actually closed on Mondays and Sundays, or I guess Sundays and Mondays, if you want to go in order like that, uh, which is kind of weird. You know, usually it's only closed one day a week. I think it's our first library and these recommendations to be closed on Mondays. Um, you should be able to go 10 to five otherwise, uh, except in the summer, July and August, which is when things will be reduced down to 10 to three. Um. Yeah, it's it seems like a pretty cool library, actually, just from the looks of it. But yeah, it's out in the middle of kind of nowhere. Uh, the tie-in, of course, being that it is in Westchester, New York, which is where uh, uh, Professor X uh, mentions, uh, Professor Xavier mentions uh, the school is, I believe, in the first X-Men movie that we watched uh, to come. I know. I'm sorry, but it, it's yeah. it's somewhat of a throwaway line, you know, because I think it's it's Wolverine saying, "Where are we?" and he says, "Westchester, New York." And Not I, like, ah, I have John an idea. And I, John and I, we were salivating the moment they're like, "They mentioned Westchester." <laughs> um, well, there you awesome. go. Well, thank you, Eric. Thank you for um, finding a library to recommend, and um, I actually wouldn't mind going there because I actually really want to go to Westchester because of X Men. <laughs> So if, Tim, I chose Pound Ridge because it's in the middle of nowhere, which it mm-hmm. felt like would be closer to where the, the 
mansion would be and the school would be mm-hmm. versus it's also the county is it's Westchester County. Yeah. Uh, it's the county. The home is also the county, I think, to like Yonkers. So it and like New Rochelle. So it's it's not a it's not a throwaway county. It's it's got oh, a it's lot, going to see can Frank Abbott He grew up there. Well, I want to. I want to. It's just a large chunk of that county that is also very rural up north. Let's do another crossover with the political podcast. I believe Hillary lives in Westchester, either in the county or the the city, the town. I think it's the town. You can find her hiking through one of those nature reserves now. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be very bizarre and very weird. Uh, And speaking of taking a hike, we're going to take a quick intermezzi. And Ooh, we'll be right back. Fancy intermixy. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Back from a wonderful small little break of getting some coffee at 11 o'clock at night. Mm, coffee. All right, let's talk about some movies. I am watching the <laughs> Marvel movies. That is my New Year's resolution to watch through every Marvel movie, and there's a shit ton of them, a proverbial shit ton of Marvel movies. So we're going through, but we have finally made it 50, no, sorry, 49 movies into the list. 49 mm-hmm. movies in. We are at what we are going to, what I'm going to start considering the MCU, and I'm considering it the MCU Ooh. because Patrick Stewart, Xavier, is in Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. So to me, that is bringing the MCU in, or sorry, the X-Men into the MCU, and we know that Deadpool will be an MCU movie, and Deadpool is bringing in characters from this. So effectively, we are at the MCU and are marathoning through. Definitely the Spider-Mans are part of the MCU proper. So we're here. We're doing this week X-Men, X2, and X-Men Last Stand, and we're all watching them now it's not just me suffering through several movies in one week we're all <laughs> doing it uh it's actually not suffering through we're to actually pretty decent stuff at this point time at this oh, point we've really reached the point no, of our own now. major experiences yes, yes. the films i mean because x-men really was a for uh, a formidable experience for most of us because yeah. i mean that came out when you and i casey were 20 we yeah. were just in college we're at the height of Finally, they're making these movies we care about kind of thing in a big yep. screen. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it, this this is going to be a lot of fun, ladies and gentlemen. And we will do our best to tighten these up. And I want to promise everyone, I know our podcast goes long. We we hear about it in our, in our um, emails. We do see the comments. We do see the notes. It is long. But we also chose the most insane marathon to ever do. So... This is on us. Once we do this, we will not do where we have to do multiple movies in one week. We will go to, after this, I swear, I promise. <laughs> just we, hang with us for another year and a half. <laughs> just put this through this. Well, but this is going to start to taper down. I showed you guys the new schedule. That's true. So it's about, true. you know, after we get through a, the beginning of the MCU, what people think of as the MCU, Iron Man, once, basically once we hit Avengers, it kind of goes to just one movie a week or maybe two movies a week. So it will That's taper true. down and tighten up um, as a show. So I do apologize, everyone. And so we will finish you. in 2023. That is the goal. We are going to finish in 2023. I've done the schedule. As long as there's not a major catastrophe, we will complete this year. <laughs> so um, with that in mind, let us talk about some X-Men. So here we go. Ooh. X-Men 2000. Fox, one hour, 44 minute runtime based on a comic. Yes, it's an origin story. We've got 
the very problematic Brian Singer, and that is probably all I'm going to reference him on, is with that one statement, he directed it. Um, David Hayter wrote it. Michael Kamen did the music for it, and I believe this was either the last movie he ever did the music for, or it was one of the last, because he passed away shortly after. Yeah, I was really sad about that. He was a good composer. He was such a good composer. And you can tell it's his soundtrack. I mean... You can oh, yeah. you, you always you can tell Michael Kamen score when you hear it. So yes, and then we got um, let's do our. This is a huge cast, and the beauty of this franchise is they kept the cast. So basically, once I read this cast off, I don't have to really read it again. So we've got Patrick Stewart as Professor X, Hugh Jackman as Wolverine, Ian McKellen as Magneto, Bama Jensen as Jean Grey. James Marsden as Cyclops, Holly Berry as Storm, Anna Quinn as Rogue, Taylor Maine as Sabretooth, Ray Park as Toad, Rebecca Romain, now it's Rebecca Romain, it was Rebecca Romain Stamos when this filmed, uh, as Mystique, Bruce Davison as Sinister Kelly, Sean Ashmore as Iceman, and Stan Lee as the hot dog vendor. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Costume, so I want to mention this, because this is really important. This is going to influence Marvel comic books. When yes, this is it did. Done. So this, Eric, for you to see, sorry, ladies and gentlemen, this is what the X-Men looked like in this time period. Right. Um, just think very, very colorful. Think colorful, very colorful. outfits, very yeah. individualistic. Wolverine wearing what, that. What did you expect? Yellow. yellow yellow spandex? Exactly. exactly. They make that comment. Yes. Exactly. Like here's here's Wolverine, a very good shot of Wolverine. Right. Yes. And then we get we get the black costume. And I totally get why they did what they did. I totally get it. Now, Xavier is the best because it, it was the easiest one to do. Well, yeah. Wolverine's not bad. Storm, actually, for the most part, it is her costume. It's just in the books, it was silver. And this time it's black. So but with a silver lining to her cape. Yeah. I like her hair in this one. My daughter, like, immediately gravitated towards her because her hair in this film looks a lot like the way my daughter's is styled. Mm-hmm. My daughter fell in love with her as a character. I showed it to my kids for the first time today. Nice. This movie. So they've now had their formative experience 23 years after I did. Yeah. Um, Hugh Jackman, when he's Logan, and his Logan, not Wolverine. So form. young. So young. <laughs> um, but his costume looks cool. Magneto. So, Eric, this is how Magneto dressed in the, in the yeah. comics. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Nowhere near what he no. looks like in this, no. but still good. Um, this was Toad. I don't know if you've ever seen a comic. I've never seen Toad. Toad. Yeah. That is what Toad looked like up until this point. He looked like a court jester. Yeah. And then we get this as Toad. So and we get a lovely Darth Maul reference in this film yep, too. Darth Maul reference, and then it's Mys- the same actor. Yep, uh, Mystique. Yeah, um, I'll point it out to you. Yeah, he'll point. We'll both point it out to you. <laughs> um, this is what Mystique looked like. I knew that with yeah. more clothes um, on. More, it, way more clothes on. <laughs> no, no blue boobs hanging out. No. Well, how do they do it in the honest trailer? I think they just every time she shows up <laughs> in the scenes, they sing that's boobs. Boobs. Um, <laughs> and then well done, um, guys. They're going places. <laughs> that, uh, this is what Sabretooth looked like, and then we got uh, Taylor Man. You know, he wasn't very far off. 
Yeah, he he, like, he looked like the 1990s version of like the Beauty and the Beast TV show. Oh my god, yes. he did. Right. <laughs> he does. He does. So the the first thing I want to point out with this, um, is, oh, and the villain is Magneto. Um, yes. So if you haven't seen this, spoiler: the villain's Magneto. <laughs> what? We're gonna, yeah, gonna spoil the fuck out of this movie, um, guys. Spoilers no. for X Men. <laughs> All of the, them. <laughs> the first thing I want to say: watching this. And I don't know if you guys had this. It's been a little bit since I've seen this. Probably five years since I've watched this movie. Um, and time <laughs> passes. It's a flat circle. Man, these guys look so young. I'm like watching oh, Patrick no, Stewart. I'm like, is he in college? Like, he looks so young. Like, Ian well, it has been 23 looks... years. So if you think all... about it, really put your head to it. You're like, it's been a long time. You just didn't think about it. And I yeah. think the other part of it, too, is that like we've. We've had these characters for the twenty-three years, We've right? I mean, to some extent, like yeah, Professor X, we just saw within the mm-hmm. last couple of years on screen. Yeah, you know, Logan wasn't that long ago, so or at least, God, it doesn't feel like it. I'm getting old, um, <laughs> <laughs> but like at the end of the day, like they're not that old, and we watched Wolverine age over a decade in the movies. Yeah, like of course he looked older at the end than he did at the beginning. You know that's why they tried to follow his age versus you know any other storylines. I got and a comment I, about the aging thing. I'll save for later. I'm curious to see how it's handled in Deadpool. Where where do they pick up at? Like right I'm, right before Logan? You know, does it matter? I wonder. Um, it yeah. might. I mean, I mean I he's, we'll, he's we'll an see. older Wolverine. I don't know. I'm just saying it doesn't matter. I mean, I mean they've basically said Deadpool will take place before Logan. So okay. yeah, but like right before. It'd be, funny if it was like, it'd be funny if it was a day before. Yeah, like it ends with the opening of Logan. That, that's why he's in the like the, the opening happens the way it does because he was just with Deadpool. Exactly. Um. That'd so, I, this I this has been this was a fun movie to watch to go through. It was eight um, ninety. I mean, we're it talking about good. we. This was like a 95, 97 minutes. This yeah. was a tight movie. It was it was very tight. It was and an hour forty five. Watching it, yeah, okay, that makes yeah. Watching it today, I mean, X Men have always been about uh, the uh, like gay rights or um, just civil rights and civil general. rights, gay rights, the whole thing. They've always been a stand in. And Brian Singer, Equal very rights. specifically, yeah. brought a lot of that because he is a gay man. Yeah, and but so here's I don't know if you guys had this uh, had this happen in your brain while watching it. This movie, because of what's going on today, actually, very specifically, the third movie that we're going to talk about. Oh, yeah, yeah. What's going on today, this whole series, to me, was about trans rights. Every single thing I think thing it has the ability. About. I think the applicability of it, mm-hmm. and particularly X-Men as they are, is they are and do have that ability to be transmogrified onto yeah. a group that is marginalized. Yeah. Whatever that group might be. And it works so well. There's a nature to that. It them. still works so well in this oh, movie. Oh, yeah, it does. Like, this movie, hold, uh, the three, I will actually say, hold up very well with that in mind. Um, and I I really enjoyed that, and I I really liked it. So let's let's talk a little bit about... Um, well, I will always remember the opening sequence to this. Mm-hmm. The way they handle the opening sequence, I will it's always so remember perfect. also when Wolverine's claws came out for the first time. Yes, those two. Like are those moments were like just pop, pop, and then of course Magneto's origin story. Yeah, that's what I say. Let's talk about the origin story for a second. I think that's important because yeah, it, it drives empathy. Mm-hmm. It creates empathy for his character. Yeah, like when I was watching this with my kids, my daughter was like, 
got really upset because she doesn't like things where it gets kind of dark and scary. And so she was like, and I said, he's going to be, he will be okay. She's like, he's, they're separating him from his parents. And I'm like, I know. And then she was like, when he does the breaking of the gate, she was really impressed. And then we didn't see him. And she's like, is he going to come back? And then I had to kind of explain to her when we saw Magneto later, it was like, that's him. I can't wait until you show her mm. first class um, soon. That's tomorrow. Yeah. So <laughs> I I noticed one thing I noticed about this watching at this time that I don't know if I ever noticed before. It's almost in black and white. They dull out almost all the color. They did. That no, sequence. Yeah, I could tell. It is. It's almost black and white. It's really effective. It is. It might be the director's if he actually directed it um best shot in any film it is that first scene is so effective it's so beautifully shot it's a horrific sequence but it's beautifully shot the colors the angles the lights the music michael kamen's music Mm -hmm. everything is so effective in that one shot it also really sets a tone in terms of like how we're going to handle kind of the real world if you will mm-hmm. in general right it, it's no longer this kind of hey superhero land you know it, it's yeah. now like it's rooted in the horrors of the world that we all that's know as, i think that's important eric is that it kicks you in the gut with a yeah. real thing yeah. real a real actual tragedy of horror that yeah. was visited upon humanity and it wrenches that up yeah. And I think it really does create a lot of empathy for where Magneto comes from. And I think they do a good job of that in a lot of different places, not just mm-hmm. in this film, but throughout. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I, but they Ian, said McKellen, Ian McKellen holds it well, too. Oh, yeah. Eyes. No, he Ian does. McKellen is really like, doing a lot of work. So I, I want to jump then from that to the next scene that because this was such a great scene. And then we get we jump to um, Rogue with yeah. her boyfriend and her atrocious southern accent and then you're like what like it's almost a shock to the senses of like oh my god i just saw this beautiful shot and then i'm going to this what is what is this movie yeah i I, i've got major feelings about the rogue storyline in general throughout mm -hmm. this like rewatching it i was like oh man i wish they had done this differently like, yeah, I, I don't I don't understand why Rogue was such a central character because she was the weakest of the writing. Because in, in she was the most popular and in the comics at that yeah. point. She was the, the animated the, series. This is a fan. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, but they did not do her any service. No, they did. I, no, they I didn't. loved the comic no. character too. I remember that. They just yeah, they, got no, they her in Fantastic Four. Yeah, they totally. did. Ju- at least they didn't have Wolverine and her hook up. That would though, have been like the though there was some weird tension at times, and she okay. and, and, you, she and it turns out Rogue once, yeah, exactly. Oh, no, okay, Rogue I have a weird did. that bothered me, and it's not just with Rogue, it's the everybody wants to sleep with Wolverine, it's the Jean Grey thing that doesn't stop here but continues yeah. to be fostered in a way that I feel is very forced that, onto so, the audience. There's also nothing there. So there's that nothing one, there for that relationship. He just wakes up. He's like, I'm going to like you now. That's what <laughs> it's at the beginning of it. And it's like, yeah. why? Yeah. And it, uh, I will get more into the weird, the awkwardness Did he mark there. them? Did he put his pheromones on them or something? Like what? I, I will get to the awkwardness of Gene and Wolverine. Cause I think it gets its most awkward in 
X2. Um, oh, it just gets worse. It gets one, worse. This yeah. one is so bizarre. Um, but before I get to that, I just want to, the meeting, because we were, we alluded to Rogue's weirdness with Wolverine. That first sequence where we see Wolverine is another one of those like perfect comic book things where we see him in the bar, Rogue's there. Um, if you just take her out, but that fight where the guy like, yeah. do it, you, you can do anything you want. Just don't kick him in the balls. But I thought she said, I can do anything you want. You, you can, but it's going to make him mad. Right. <laughs> it's, it's shocking how much of this I could quote. Like I, while watching the movie, I'm like, oh, I know the next line. I know the next line, <laughs> um, which goes to the dialogue is actually fairly witty. There's some bad dialogue in it, but it, it yeah, but it's there's some quick. decent writing too. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it holds so, up for, for its own, yeah. for, for the most part. And then we get to that shot that John talked about the first time Wolverine uses those claws when they first come out. Mm. How perfect a shot of that is with the claws and then the guy there and then the bartender comes up with the shotgun. That's it. Yeah, Wolverine. Well, you know what? But when it. he's on the Statue of Liberty later and he does that turn using the crown with his I, so That's atrocious. a good one. I wrote about that in my notes because I was like, okay, well, we'll, we'll, yeah, yeah, we'll let's how he it. holds on. But we'll yeah. Come back. So, it's very comic booky. It is. So we we have that. So we see this. We get now Wolverine and Roger together. She immediately has this thing for him, and maybe it's just because he's nice to her. Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> like Who an like it's it's like some sort of complex of like older man treats me well. Yeah. So fight, fight uh, freeze or fawn. She just yeah. fawn. And so yeah. we we get Sabretooth attacks them, and then Storm and Psych save them and then we get to the weird like where it starts to get weird with wolverine wolverine wakes up there and there's gene and he's just in love with her yeah and it's just <laughs> it's so weird bizarre and then we get a really actually and he's, he's also just, like upset with scott immediately as oh. a result of it because like there's well, he's no- got to be resentful of scott and they've got to have yeah. their banter and sometimes have, it works like, and sometimes it doesn't yeah. there are times oh. that banter between them that tension just does not work yeah, and like he's just a dick to Scott for no reason, right? He's totally like the, no reason. He has no reason to be upset with Scott. Actually, the first time he the room, is he a, has a problem, okay. But but the first time he's a dick to him, I don't. If I remember correctly, he doesn't know that they're together just yet. He's just I don't a think he does. Dick. He gets kind of dropped on him at that point. Yeah, he's just a dick to Scott. I mean, Scott's a dick back to him. Yeah, but Scott's barely like he's. Just a piece of paper in this movie. He's, it's very, very alpha series. males swinging around their X Men. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, I, before they meet, when he's running through this little secret of how I, whenever I set up sound and stuff, the sequence when he's running through um, to get to the elevator, he wakes up, he gets out of the room, he's going. Xavier starts being like, "Over here, no, over here." That that surround sound, that sound is mm. so good. That's when I use the set. Whenever I set up surround sound speakers. <laughs> if, it can, if it tracks the motions correctly, it, nice. Then I've got it set up. Um, so I just, I just wanted to point that out. Professor so, Xavier's little-known podcast where he does ASMR. He does. <laughs> so we get to. Did I? I think I wrote it down. Um, find the mutant. Spot the mutant. I think so. I phrased. <laughs> when we're in Xavier's class, and it's like, all right, what mutants do we see there? Oh, here it is. Wherever. Let's or let's play. Guess the background mutant. There's Kitty Pride. There's Bobby Drake. There's Jubilee. There's Pyro. I'm pretty sure that's Quicksilver. Look, there's Colossus painting. That that one looks like Wolfsbane. This one looks like Artie. All throughout there, all throughout. But we do get to something interesting. 
okay, in the comic books, Wolverine and Sabretooth have a past. They know each other. It's like the one yeah. thing that's ingrained in Wolverine doesn't know Sabretooth in this, and I'm very confused why he doesn't um, know Sabretooth. Sabretooth knows him 100% clear. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Wolverine not, does not know there's Sabretooth. There's not a history there. Like, there will be. Right. So, I it was one of those things that I wrote, like, I actually listed as, like, a plot hole. I'm like, well, that seems weird. Are we going to get to that? Because they are very much tied together. Um so then we um so just jumping around, jumping, um, keeping going forward. Um, I want to talk about Mystique for a split second. Um, I think the actress is fine. I really, truly hate how they make Mystique look in these movies. It bothers me. It, to no end. It feels purposely sexual now. Like it going is, back and is. watching it, it is way purposely. Like it feels it, it like going back and watching it as an adult versus like my early what. Teen, late mm-hmm. late teens, early twenties, you know, for the whole series. Yeah, it's completely different. I'm like, oh, why, why? Like, especially now that Mystique had that badass like white robe, you know, like in yeah. the in the comics. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand why they did what they did. And then what makes it worse is I hate her voice. The way they modulate her voice. Oh yeah, I wasn't a fan of that. Infuriates me. I don't think me. I caught that as much. I don't know that I know. She doesn't speak much as Mystique in this movie. True. Um, True. But when she does, they use this odd voice on her, and I really hate it. You know, the so, other thing I, d- I really didn't like upon rewatching this, I think I didn't pay attention to it years ago, is what is this stupid machine and why is it thank here? You. That's what I was like. <laughs> the dumbest device I've ever seen, like the dumbest plot point I've ever It's like yeah. a dumb, stupid MacGuffin that I'm like, I don't care about. And I'm right. like, it's what's his plot point? Yeah, it's what is his machine? How does it work? How does no. it create mutants? Exactly. Don't worry about that. It's what? just a, a mesh of light. That's oh no, we're going to talk about that again in a second. When we get to the end of this movie in a couple of seconds, we are about to talk about that. Um, so, I I do appreciate. I just want to call out. I really appreciate the scene where um, Rogue, or sorry, when Wolverine stabs Rogue. It's I really like that shot just because oh, of the yeah. their powers that. and all that. Um, Goo Man Senator Kelly is awful. <laughs> I really hate it. But then we do get to see. Is he a jellyfish? Cinder Kelly come out of the beach, and then we see Stanley. So there's our stand yeah, watch, yeah. um, right yep. there. And then I I wrote this: Kelly hates trans. I mean mutants. <laughs> he is on the beach transitioning yeah. on the beach. I mean using his powers. And I wrote this movie is what Fox News is afraid of: people becoming trans without their consent. I mean being turned into mutants without their consent. Dun dun dun. Yeah. That's all like I'm telling you, like all I can think about now watching this is like it's just yeah. trans rights. Um and then so, of course Mystique shows up at the the school as Bobby gets rogue to run away and then goes and sabotages Cerebro. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what did she do to Cerebro? Yeah. I don't know. Professor X goes into a coma for the rest of the film. I guess Patrick Stewart had to be somewhere else. Yeah. Do you <laughs> notice like in every one of the movies, like not to to span here, but like it's always like Professor X goes down, so the other guy's got to sp- spring into action. Well, what else are you going to do with them? He's a man in a wheelchair. Um, so, John, for you, watching this as a comic book fan, when they get to the train sequence and Magneto lifts him, Wolverine up. Yeah. Did you freak out like I did? Like, I remember being in that theater being like, oh, my God, they're acknowledging his bones. Oh, my God, are they going to rip him cool. out? Is this I, fatal I like attraction? That. Well, I like when he said the moment he said, "Is this do? Does that run throughout your whole body?" Yeah, you know, um, he has that line. 
And I, I actually have to say, I liked when Professor Xavier went into Senator Kelly's mind and we got to see him like recreate the crime scene kind of thing. Uh-huh. Stuff. I thought that was a really nice little technique yeah. of being inside somebody's head. Yeah. Now, I like that. That was well done. Now let's jump to, let's jump to the end of the movie. And I, I want to, so basically once we get to the. Right, can I tell Eric where to find the Darth Maul sequence? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so I to say it real quick. When Toad is fighting Storm and he knocks her down the elevator shaft and he kicks the pole, and he takes it, he twirls it, and he does oh, it behind ding. his back like Darth Maul with the lightsaber. Uh, okay, yeah, I remember seeing that being like that feels like a, a yeah. It felt like a flourish then when I saw it. That's it, so. what yes. it is. That's his. Right. That's a reference. Yeah. So gotcha. my my first question, I don't think I ever thought about this. When we see the Brotherhood are there on the island and they're doing their stuff on the island. Toad jumps on a man and squashes him. Where did he jump from? Did he jump from the top of the torch to do that, to get enough force to squash a man? Or does he? can he just jump from ground level to on top of you and squish you? Well, most questions. people don't know about Toad is that he is a little-known distant cousin of a Mr. Mario and Luigi. <laughs> and... He can squash things. He didn't get the looks. He did not get the no, looks. No, he didn't. He didn't get the looks. He just got, you know, like the ability to squash uh, toads. Okay. So other thing in this. Okay. We're to the point where now I'm really nitpicking this movie. In the fight sequence between Wolverine and Wolverine. I mean, Wolverine and Mystique. Wolverine <laughs> cuts off Wolverine's claws. Yeah. What part of Mystique did he cut off? Did he cut off her fingers? Did he cut off her toes? Why is she dead? Also that too. But- that shot where he stabbed her. And then That's the little three dots came. <laughs> the little and then it's just three little dots of blood. <laughs> but well, but but hold on. So, Chris, where do you think he cut off? Because I'm going somewhere with this. Nails. Okay, I think nails. You think it was her nail? But she nails, screams, yeah. screams so bloody tips hard. Fingers. They got to be tips uh, and fingers. Yeah, I think it's got to yeah. be toes or fingers too. Yeah. Okay. Why does in the next shot with her, she's got the three claws back? I don't know. Movie logic. Movie logic. Thank you. That's that's the yeah, that's it. I actually wrote does her skin continuity back? error. <laughs> does her, rose? Yeah, so I was like, does her skin morph back like it's liquid metal? Mm-hmm. Um right. the Terminator. So P-1000. speaking of speaking of the um, the Darth Maul thing, the storm sequence is cool, but I really hate that light the, the line. Oh does, the line is oh, the line about the toad yeah. is so lame. I was like, why is oh, this? Oh bad. Like who what, who wrote that? But then there's a little bit of justice because then we get to watch Wolverine Killer. And then you're like, oh no, but it's just it's just more or a mystique. Um but then <laughs> my not dead. But then my favorite line in the whole movie is prove it's you. You're a dick. You're a dick. <laughs> yeah. that is I good. love it. That checks out. Um, then did you notice there's um the next thing? This is one of my plot hole points. Oh. When they're up there and Magneto, they're talking to Magneto and they're like, I saw Cinder Kelly die. And he goes, Did you really see what you think you saw? Was he? Is he just flat out implying that Kelly's still alive? I don't or think he, he knows. I think he was mis- talking out of some overconfidence because we do see Kelly again, but it's Mystique, right? Yeah. And that's what I was wondering. Like, did he know that Mystique was going to somehow survive and then become Kelly? Like, I just feel I, like it was some arrogant line at best. Like, I'm yeah. like, maybe he was just in like denial about his machine that we still don't know anything about or how it works. All right, I didn't so really then, overthink this, but I'd side with John. But okay, then when I we're all done, said and done, Xavier, like, oh, what a nap. Yeah. I feel refreshed. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. 
So here's my big, here's the biggest plot hole, plot point of this movie for me, going to the machine, because we were just talking about the machine. Yeah. The machine turns you into a mutant if the white light hits you, right? Yes. Right. And you're not already a mutant. Right. And you're not already a mutant. Before the white light goes, it gets almost to um, to Ellis Island, right? It's like Right. right there on the edge of Ellis Island. Right. Okay. The machine's activated enough. They didn't. I don't think they killed all the guards. There's a lot of guards on Liberty. You're saying there's some mutants laying around. Yes, they created mutants because you got the night guards, you got all the janitors, you got anyone who's in a boat in the area. How many mutants did they create? None. They created puddles. (laughs) Well, also, but then did did they? Did every? Does everyone get the same mutant power as Cinder Kelly? Yes, you just get to be a jellyfish. And if you spend too much time outside of water, you just disintegrate. I guess. I guess. It's a good question because I guess, like, I actually kind of thought, like, watching it again, the first time I, I, I don't even know what I thought. Like, I was just, oh, right. blood point, whatever. Mm-hmm. This time I was analyzing, I was like, I wonder if he gets the, the water issue because he jumps into the water. And so he kind of well, no, because he continues to morph in there. No, I think he was already going before. that way. Yeah, because he was squishy in the cell. All right. And then, um, okay, Eric, you want you want you were talking about the claws and I don't Statue know that of Liberty. Water yeah, yeah. yeah. The like, of oh my god, the, the ridiculous circle hang. Yeah, and he cuts it off. Now, what is he hanging on to? What? Where's the grip? What? What is the hook? Movie logic. thing coming out of the head. He Movie goes logic. all the way around. Yeah. <laughs> it's a dumb that comic is, book at, thing. That is, is. I like it. He goes it all is. the way around at a slow pace. Yes. <laughs> well, it's slow motion. It's slow down. <laughs> and so it's we, a Matrix we, thing, man. <laughs> it's Sarah so Matrix. There, there was no bullet time to that. That was just a slow roll. It was a slow roll. Um, all right. So we, we saved the day. And we get the cool plastic cell, which is really cool. I love the this plastic cell. Yeah, that's fine. Um, and then Wolverine's just like, I'm going off to Alaska because I can. And he just leaves. <laughs> and so I say this movie holds up. I say this movie I holds did. up. I love that. Yeah, you know, I really did. liked it, yeah. I thoroughly enjoy it. We'll get to ratings in a little bit, but I, I thoroughly enjoy this movie. So X2, X-Men Last Stand. So this is three years later. It's 2003. This is a longer movie. So instead of 144, yes. it's 214. Kind of an origin story-ish, a little bit, some things. So we've got Brian back. David Hayter is still back. But now we got John Oatman as, um, as the composer. And we are adding to the cast Logan Roy. I mean, Brian Cox as Striker. <laughs> Alan Cumming as Nightcrawler. Aaron Stanford is now going to be playing Pyro. Kelly Hugh as Lady Deathstroke. And Katie Stewart um, is going to be playing Shadowcat. So she's actually one of three Shadowcats in this one. So the only one thing I want to point about the comic books in this. So I showed you what the characters looked like three years earlier. Right, Eric? Remember? All right. Mm -hmm. This is what they now look like. This is how the comic books influenced... um, the comics so i'm trying to oh, everybody yeah. everybody in x <laughs> yeah everyone they, that's the graham to... morrison's effect too yeah chris, chris claremont all of them yeah yeah they go to here's like nightcrawler in there like they go to this thing we've um the ultimate x-men gets started at this point in time so you can see how they're starting to shift magneto is now getting a little bit um on the darker sides um mm. storm um is now more on there um, I know Beast less, is really. 
but you can see like all the costumes were very similar, like there's a little bit of yellow and then the black. So we are starting to see that um, on Iceman, um, it's very much the black leather. So the movies at this point are now drastically affecting the comic books. This is three um, years later, right? 2003? Yep, yeah, this is three years later. Um, you can actually see like Iceman's is almost exactly like that shot I just showed you a second ago. Yeah. Um, as far as the main cast goes, changing, Storm gets a new wig. Um, Famic Jensen gets a haircut. We add in. I hate Night that Crawler. haircut. I, I hate too, it. Uh, we're gonna have questions about this night, this haircut in a minute. Um, <laughs> and then Eric, I don't know if you've seen it, but this is what Lady Deathstrike. And won't let me enlarge it for you. I'm very sorry. Um, this is what she looks like in the comic books. Okay. And then um, this is what we got in the movie. Yeah. So, um, very different. So we go into this particular movie. It's a, it has a nice little opening, um, like the CG part. But I want to say, how awesome is Nightcrawler in the White House? That is a that was cool really sequence. good. Yeah. Oh, it's the strongest so parts of the film. It it really is. It's so and it holds up so well. The effects mm-hmm. are still good. Yeah. Oh, it's it's such an amazing sequence. Really speaks to the times too of like where the fear was mm-hmm. of the nation. Yeah. Oh, it was it was it was so good, especially yeah, because this was this is after the first one was pre. Yeah, X Men was pre. After. This is post. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Um, I didn't even I didn't even take that in consideration. Um, but yeah. So we get that cool sequence. Then we're gonna cut up to Wolverine in the Alaskan wilderness, which makes me think that this movie must be taking place within I don't know two weeks of the last movie because so, he leaves on the motorcycle yeah so he, he's getting to the wild he's getting to alkali lake so what maybe let's let's he took his time and stopped at a lot of bars and got drunk a lot i think it's a few months you think it's a few months I, i'd give it even half what, a year or maybe even a full year what the hell was he doing just roman man <laughs> hey i got a comment about this thing where he doesn't he goes there he doesn't find he's anything. as free as a bird man he just gotta let him roam Okay, when he went there and found nothing, and then they go back, and it's like you didn't look hard enough. My, I looked at my wife who was with me in the room, and I said, "Look," he and she's like, "He looks like our kids look for things. They just walk in, not <laughs> there." Yeah. And I'm like, "Yep, Logan has the searching skills." And I thought that was a terrible point. Like, he can't track worth apparently. Yeah, he's supposed rat. to smell. Yeah, he is supposed to smell. And so I did actually, I have a note that, wait, this is a monthish later. So there must be some line, Eric, that actually referenced a month. Uh, okay. I wrote a monthish later. It has to have been sometime because they reference, you know, so, issues yeah, but, that Gene Gray so having talk, since Liberty Island. Right. Rogue, so let's, Rogue has drastically, like, matured. <laughs> so let's talk about, so when is the first movie? I'm going somewhere with this. When is the first 2000. movie? 2000. Right. And it says present day. Yes, in that one. So it is 2000. So this one, three years later for us, but it's been like a, a monthish. Because again, right. I have a line, so there must I have a note that monthish later. So there must have been a line. So it's somewhere within. Oh, because Scott, like he's still grieving, and it's been a month, right? Is that it? No, no, no. That's, that's the, the next other. one. That's the next movie. So oh. this one. So there's something in there that's oh, monthish. Yeah. So it's still 2000 where we are. Okay, keep this in mind. We're going to reference that again. Um, so foreshadowing of what's about to come um so i can see that um the what i want to say the pyro using his powers the douchebag totally deserved it by the way why are we smoking oh, in public the, well there's that too okay there, here's where it gets confusing for me 
that sorry, I knew I was going somewhere specific with this time thing. It's early 2000, or summer in 2000. The TV in this scene, when they cut to the TV, to be like, there was an attack at the warehouse. Yeah. The date on the TV is 10 14 22. So was it an error because that's when they filmed it? Yeah. Sorry, I don't know why. Sorry, I don't know. Uh, yeah, sorry. Said, yeah, I was like, wow. Sorry, that's that's a typo on my end. I feel um, like they say something like 45 is on the thing, too. Like, right. So I'm like, is it, was like that 45 just a weird, is secure? Was it a weird typo that they just used? That was the might have been a they typo filmed? they missed. Well, it could have been the date that they filmed the movie. <laughs> yeah. And that's why it was there or what? So a little, con- it's wishy washy with some time here. So let's, let's see. The movie logic is still, it's around 2000 because that makes the most sense. From where we know. Yeah. Right. right. So we got some changes. Storm's accent is gone now. <laughs> um, Stryker says that he was in Vietnam, which I guess kind of tracks a little bit because of his age. Um, Iceman, you know, he likes to show off and flex for Wolverine on like freezing his hand. <laughs> um, <laughs> we got Rogue in her very strange obsession with um, with Wolverine. <laughs> Like going back to the Iceman, can I just be like, yeah, I do yeah, enjoy no. Brian Cox in this movie. He is very good. Yeah, he's awesome. But like Iceman or anyone really, like no one should be like stepping up to like Logan. The dude right. like sent claws through his heart in the first movie. Yeah, so that he could free himself. He literally like I was like, I'll kill myself because I'm gonna heal and be fine. Bobby <laughs> literally saw the claws going through Rogue. Yeah, first movie. Like you know what he's got. Like, like, and what are you even flexing for? Like, what? Yeah, and, you're, and your flex is a handshake? You're going to make his hand cold? Like, oh, oh, kids. But then he's going to he's gonna blow his coke later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is such a strange scene to me. That's um, a better, that's a better flex, by the way, from Bobby than the first one. Yeah. Doing the, doing the freeze the coke for you. That's like way mm. better. Yeah. But, um, you know, I have to say, I like the fact that Stryker's the one who helped build the prison. Yes, I love that, too. And if you notice in the Stryker Files, he's got Jamie Maddox. Ooh, the um, Stryker Files. That there. sounds like a great spinoff. <laughs> that would be a great spinoff, actually. Um, well, I wanted, I just want to give a well, quick shout you know, out. Nightcrawler was in Boston. Okay, when, when Mystique breaks in, I tracked and, and I paused and looked at all the names. I almost did that. Who did you I see? I did. So here's what he has. Okay, we he's know got he's got Gambit. multiple, man. He's got multiple okay. man. He's got both Maximoffs. It really? says Maximoff parentheses two. Okay. He's got uh, Garrison Kane, which is Kane uh-huh. from Cable Six Pack Group. Yep. He's got Artie Maddox, who is like a weird little X Factor guy. Right. He's got Zian Koi Mon, who is Karma from the New Mutants. Mm-hmm. He's got Kevin Metagrit, who is Proteus. Yep. And he's got uh, Danielle Moonstar, which is Mirage. Wow. Those are the names I could identify off the list. That's got a lot of people. I know. Um, Good catch. Yeah, that was great. This well, is I why saw we the names and I saw Remy LeBeau and I was like, hold on, hold on, stop, stop, stop. I got to see who else he's got. I've always like, I caught only... Remy. I caught Gambit immediately. I always only catch multiple man. I've never paused it there. Um, well, I always, I always catch those two. I either catch yeah. Remy or I catch multiple man's name. And then I was like, well, there's more. Let me stop and see who else is there, because I'm sure mm-hmm. it's an Easter egg with some yeah. reference point. Now, yeah. how awesome is that scene? That scene where she's getting there is That's so cool. One. The music is so intense. 
as it's all like playing out as Lady Death Strikes. Well, it lets you her really in. see her in her element of being espionage agent. Yes. It really does play well to that strength of hers. Mm-hmm. And it's great because she's actually doing it for like something not being a piece of crap for once. Yes. <laughs> so then we get to Alan Cumming, who is perfect casting. Just yeah, I love perfect. Him. I did look up um, the other sh- person they were thinking about was Neil Patrick Harris. And I'm so glad they went with Alan Cumming. I think he's a better choice. Yes. Um, I, again, I love the cell. Um, and it's interesting that Magneto references that Xavier knew or knows Stryker. So they have a history together. Yes. And I mean, we do son. Right. We do find out it's from his son. But we, we so we learned that there's a history. Um, and I love the Eric. What have you done? Well, and because then, I love the fact that he's been drugging these mutants yes. and using them. It's what he did in Nightcrawler. It's what he does in Magneto, which is where he gets all the info mm-hmm. to infiltrate, you know. Now, what did you think of right after we find out, Eric, what have you done? All right. In X-Men 1, Magneto's parents are sent off to the gas chamber, and he is um, he's separated. He uses his powers for the first time. In this, Eric, what have you done? Seconds later, they gas them both. Yeah, I know. In my mind, all I could think of is, wow, that is a statement to be gassing a Jew in a cell in a movie. Like you are, you cannot yeah. get away with that. I mean, it is in your face what they're doing. I mean, they didn't kill him; they just put him to sleep. Yeah. But still, it doesn't matter. That is, that is a statement you are making. Also, when they attack the school, Wolverine just is like in an element there. I will kill everybody. Yeah. Like, I love the fact that there's like our second Kitty Pride gets introduced to us as she falls through the floor. And they like how they literally botched this mission. That is the worst special ops raid I have ever seen conducted. Because <laughs> not only did they not go, go in at once, they had to go in like in waves, but they literally only apprehended six kids. That's it. That's pretty no tough, adults. Yeah. And there's at least 30 of them that looked like they got away. Well, you remember the line from the first one where Professor X, like, I, I fear the people who come yeah. you know, to this, this house looking. They for got trouble. their underground railroad, like, escape hatches, you know. Yeah. And then apparently Wolverine there going off ape crazy on people. Yeah, so I want to point out, at this point in time, we are 37 minutes into the movie, and Wolverine throws the claws for the first time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Did you catch the fact that after that raid, there's a scene on the TV where they show us a Hank McCoy? Yes, and it's on the news. A, yeah, it's a very quick scene, but I did catch it this time. I don't know if I've ever seen it before. That was the can first I, time um, I caught it. Yeah. Can I can I jump back to the gassing thing? My mic my mic yeah. was on mute, and I want yeah, no to to say something. Yeah. Um, I think it's actually kind of a full circle moment because Stryker is very much a fascist. Oh, uh, absolutely. Like, yeah. he, you know, so like he is he is very much rising to power and 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 kind of controlling what? the masses he might as well be giving his what? his lieutenant's coke at the same time you mean but <laughs> but this so this goes back to my trans thing and like um there was like a i don't remember who she was there was a republican recently in the news like two days ago the montana who was, one who was silenced the, the no 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 this Not is a one. woman saying um my daughter if, if if my child were trans and wanted to commit suicide i would let them was essentially oh it um and i could find you the whole video oh, no i don't want to hear that lady right this is that is brian singer or sorry yeah. not brian no, singer. i know sorry, that is uh brian cox he is no that I mean, is striker that is striker right. sorry you're gun. right you're right thank you thank you that, that is striker um sorry brian um i was referring to the <laughs> yeah. character in this movie 
Um, but he lobotomized his own son. He does because he doesn't want his son to be a mutant. Or right. i.e. he yeah. does not want his son to be trans. He will do anything to punish his son and to change his doesn't son and anyone else's life. Race. He doesn't See, want him to be gay. He doesn't want to be trans. Yeah. You name it. See, I, I don't think I associate it with trans. I, I, I think I still associate it's with the It's the fear of differences. It's the, the fear idea of like, minorities and differences. That's what it is. It doesn't right. matter what you layer yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. I, I just think, that's the I think thing about me, it's the trans because that's just what that's what's in the news right now is weird. Yes, I'm just saying that's, that's the applicability of it. Yeah. Um, I mean, you're right. I mean, that, but I'm like, that's the thing. By the way, did you anybody notice that the car they stole to get away was a Mazda? No, I did not. My God, why? There were lots because of it was, because it's Cyclopses. He says it. He goes, hey, don't diss her. Like, don't diss me. He just likes to steal Cyclops' yeah. things. Okay. So we get to now that we've seen that. And oh, and then there's the line right before he steals the car. Um, Stryker says, Stryker says, it's been 15 years. Yeah. So we're now, so 2000. The movie is roughly 2000. So in 1985, Wolverine and Stryker knew each other, and Wolverine gets his claws. And not only that, there's a line where Wolverine, it says that Wolverine volunteered to get his claws. So Wolverine he volunteered. Said he volunteered. To, yes. Stryker says, he, You volunteered. And we know it's 15 years earlier. So 1985, he's going to volunteer to get his claws. So and that puts you right about the time frame where where you would if you fast forward to the other movies potentially and we're and we're going to follow this we are going to follow yeah. this timeline right so we get to Mystique now this is where I noticed they changed her voice they made it a little bit more human sounding and not weird yeah um, and then I love I just love the blood in this the iron in the blood I just want to say that one before we jump that was a, that was clever I yeah I I love that um. So uh, yeah, yeah, it was good. I wrote down that Brian Cox is such a good bad guy. Yes, yeah, he so is, and he is like perfectly cast for this role. Yeah, and we start to get to where um we it, it's referenced at the very beginning of the movie, but we see it again where we're learning that Jean's powers are getting stronger. Then we see her eyes starting to light up when she uses her powers, mm. which was an interesting uh, take for this. They've never okay. done this right. No, they have. They have not. Never. And that will cross into our yeah. next one. We're going to discuss. So, yeah. I'll leave it there. Um, so then we get um, this really cool sequence where Magneto saves the plane. I love that sequence. That was a good one too. Yeah. Um, which is going to lead to I, I alluded to it a second ago or a couple minutes ago um, about this whole Wolverine gene thing. Okay, so. The first movie, let's assume, let's just say it's, it takes them a month to get to Alaska. They have, and they were in the first movie together for, I don't know, a week. The first movie maybe takes place. They have a probably special less bond, than a week. Maybe. Special bond. They are, he is so in love with her. So in love with her. He would do anything for her. And she is like, I got this great guy over here who's just a piece of paper, but he's still a great guy. <laughs> And I'm going to leave. You got a relationship on paper with Cyclops. It's convenient. It's so, I don't, it's so, it is problematic. By the way, can we talk about one second here about Iceman's brother calling the cops on him? Yeah. What a douche canoe. God. Oh my (laughs) God. He's such a dick. I was like, you are a, you are a nobody character in this film. And your only job is to prove to us that you're worthless and you should be the one they disowned. Yeah, and that and that whole sequence is so. I, I love that sequence because it, it's it's the classic coming out story. Yeah, um, 
It's uh, so good. Although I do appreciate when the parents walk in and Wolverine's just there holding a beer. By the way, why was Rogue not on the, not able to freaking buckle her seatbelt and in a timely manner? There's yes. <laughs> I'm like, oh look, she can't buckle. She's gonna get sucked out of the place. Oh, there she goes. But why does she also take her glove off to grab Pyro's ankle? Like it takes time. Why not just put your face against his ankle? <laughs> We're only allowed to do hand to hand and no no face touching. So hand to hand and lips to anything, lip to mouth. That's how she t- uses her. That's how she drains your power, like drains your energy and all that. That's how she uses her power. So I mean, could or she plays footsie in bed. I was gonna. Could she have been footsie with um, Iceman? And he'd yeah, be I mean, is she wearing like a Green Man bodysuit like everywhere she goes? Basically, <laughs> yeah. And and okay, so let's get into the logistics of this. He, she thinks he's upset because she can't sleep with him. He's what, she done. wants to, this is so he ugly. Everything that every boy this, his age just wants to sleep with a girl. Which That's I hate it. that I hate that line that she throws in his face. Um, it is so of the time. But even if it, it just were gets true, worse, it does get worse. But they could have at this point in time, latex bodysuits existed. <laughs> they could have so many options. They could have. Like, I'm just okay. We're not uh, indulging that part of the culture, Casey. I'm just, I'm t- there's so many questions. We're only a decade away from American Horror Story at this point, we folks. Are, we are. God. All right. Um, oh, my God. Okay. So, Stryker's plan, his grand plan that we're building to, is to make Xavier think mutants to death. It's better than Magneto's from the first one. Not by much. No, not by much. Not by much. I do appreciate though that we learned that adamantium has to be hot, to, um, but, um, so you can manipulate it. But the second it cools, it's indestructible. But they don't really say how do you melt it in the first place. I don't know how you melt it in the first, but I'll tell you one thing. When I was watching that scene, I with her and Lady Deathstrike, I, I all I, f- I had this moment where it's like, oh, that's right. He sticks the adamantium and kills her. Got mm-hmm. it. Cool. And I was like, that's how this ends. Or does he kill her? She's a healer, too. Yeah, I don't know, but I think he replaced a lot of her internal organs with adamantium. I think he replaced a lot of her internal period. (laughs) I I think that's going to be a bit problematic there. I think it was more her stomach. And by the way, Kelly Who, who played her, Uh is an it girl. They literally cast her in this film. Like, she's the Jessica Alba for us for this one. She she is. John, do you remember Lady Deathstrike? Is she cyborg? In the, in it's cybernetics, yeah. That's the thought. So thought. I will say, arms, it's like it's more accurate in the um, Hulk versus Wolverine cartoon. Yes. She's more accurate there than she is in this. I will say, I, when they adamantium her innards, I do appreciate the adamantium tear. I do like the tear. The I tear actually appreciate the fact that when she falls into the tank of water, when the she clink, hits the bottom yeah, goes the clunk. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yes. oh yeah. yeah. Well done. It's replaced her brain matter at that point. Yeah. Did she um, have ever one line? She only has one line. She yeah. Has one line. What so, did she say? Do, do I you guys don't remember? even remember what it is. I mean, I know she only has one she's line. She's there to look. She's there as eye candy, so it probably yeah. doesn't matter. Right, so I have, a, I have a note here that I don't understand. So I need you guys to figure out what on earth I was talking about. So right before I do the adamantium, it's hot thing. Then I wrote, those are some claws. I assume I meant by her. Mm-hmm. Then I write that look in his face. It's like he had an O face and oh shit, I'm about to get fucked up. And then I wrote the metal tears 
are cool. What was I talking about? The O face. Are you talking about when she keeps stabbing him and like they're having weird interactions? It looks like they're having a sexual tango. Maybe like in the back okay. when she's in the pool and she's stabbing him in the back. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's got to be that's got to be what it is. It was like he's getting pegged um, or something. Yeah, it's very strange. Very strange. <laughs> um, well, he's got no face. It's like, I don't know. Explicit rating, folks. Sorry. <laughs> always explicit. It is always and unless explicit. you know what that is, you don't, I'm not defining it for yeah. you. Um, so speaking of, of O-Face and defining, why is Jean burning up? When she's she's there, so she's, fucking hot. She's so hot, she's burning up. <laughs> Um, and then I write, um, what is in the water? What's in the water at the very end of the shot? What's in the okay. water? Some amorphous um, thing that I'm supposed to think is the phoenix, but I'm not the phoenix. Sure. It's the phoenix. Come on. Uh, maybe. Maybe it is. It's, so, it, Eric. Don't be ahead three years and we get to find out why. Eric, <laughs> Eric, did you catch? Did you catch Stan? This wasn't the one where he was watering his lawn, was it? Nope. John, did you catch Stan? No, I didn't. I didn't look for him. Because Stan's not in this movie. It's the one. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I just wanted to throw that so out. So let's go ahead and jump so ahead let's, to X2. So I loved yeah, X2. So, I just want to say, I really No, like this it. is like, the best I of like the whole X2. bunch. I, I used to. I liked well, X-Men 1 was pretty of, great. I love X-Men 1, and I used to say X-Men 1 is the best. I actually think they're kind of tied now for me personally, but we'll talk about that in a minute. So let's do um, really quickly because um, well Could I don't have many notes on along? I don't have much notes on the third one. Yeah, I'm going to lead um, off with the uncanny, well, terrible de aging CGI. Yeah, okay, hold on. Well, hold on. Oh. Before you get to that, okay, hold on, hold on. Hold on. How back, far have we come? Back, back the train up. Back the train up for a second. Was this pre Benjamin Button? Back back the train up for a second, ladies and gentlemen. All right, X Men right at the beginning of the next film. X Men: The Last Stand, 2006. So we're three years after. So six years after the first movie. Um, Fox, we've gone back to an hour 44, which is the runtime we had before. We've Thank gotten God. rid of Brian Singer because he's actually doing Superman at this point. Turns, and yeah. we get Brett Ratner, which mm. oh. I don't know if it's actually better or worse. No, the whole some... second half of this film falls apart for me. <laughs> we have we have Simon Kinberg and <laughs> Zach Penn doing the writing <laughs> this time. <me. laughs> and John Powell doing the music. And then the cast. So most of the cast doesn't actually change, um, but we add on some people. So we're going to get Kelsey Grammer as Beast. I love um, it. I liked him. We're getting Vinny Jones as Juggernaut. I hated it. A choice. I liked it. I liked it. I didn't. We have Elliot Page as Shadowcat, um, Kitty Pryde. I liked her. Daniel um, Daniel sorry. Cudmore as Colossus. Ben Foster as Angel. Diana Ramirez as Callisto. And Stanley as man, or sorry, water hose man. So, water hose man forever. <laughs> so, at this point in time, they kind of learned that the comics costumes, like the X Men movie costumes, don't work in the comics. So, they do start to switch back at this point in time, Eric, to colors, um, which is mm. very nice that we start to get the colors back. Uh, Magneto goes back to a more traditional outfit, but they do this weird thing. They make Beast more cat-like for some strange reason in the comic books. Um, hmm. So that's okay. something they did. So um, Juggernaut, just for your reference, this is what he looks like, because I know we're going to talk about him in a minute. I know, I know. I mean, um, I remember Juggernaut well, actually, as yeah. a character. Um, Storm, at this point in time in the comics, she's actually marrying Black Panther. Um, so if you didn't happen to know that wonderful little fact. Wait, and then I just thought this was a cool shot of Iceman. So I let's like Iceman's about... evolution. I, I'll give him that. 
Yes. I didn't like his storyline with him and Rogue and Kitty and all of this like teen angst. God, stuff. I agree. I was just oh. like, I'm a, I'm like beyond this point. I don't care. Yeah. Okay. But so, the CGI, the Ken Ken. That's CGI. Hollywood, baby. Yeah, the CGI. So at the time, it the looked amazing. was not it looked good. amazing at the time. Oh, today, I know. It looks like, like today. Trash. Oh, it's so awful today. Today, today we can do so much better. Yeah. Today it just looks like like and it a, ba- a bad scream actor's Botox. Yes. Okay, it looks worse on Xavier. Oh, I, I think it looks. I think it work, looks worse on Ian uh, okay. McKellen. I agree with you, Casey. There's just something weird about Ian McKellen. Like they took out too many lines, too many wrinkles. Yeah. Um, he looks. He looks just like glazed over somehow. Yeah, there's something odd about him. But in this sequence, before I mention something else, um, this is where we get Stan Lee, and this is where we actually get Chris Claremont, um, iconic X Men writer. He is. Um, oh, that's there's a right. Shot of him there. Uh, so I thought I thought that was him. Um, I do um, find it interesting. Shot that of him Gene, where? Um, it's right before you see Stan. Um, Chris, oh, he's one of the other lawn he's the, folk. He's, I think he's mowing his lawn when yeah. the lawnmower picks up. Oh, okay. um, there's a documentary on Chris, Chris Claremont. I recommend it. It's a really good documentary. Um, well, I love. I don't love, but I think it's an interesting choice that they made Jean's dad a horrible, bigoted racist who thinks that she has an illness to cure. Yeah, that's that undertones of the anti-LGBTQ thing. Yeah, and then we get to the fuck. She's powerful. Um, so I want to mention this. So this it starts off beginning of this movie twenty years earlier. So the first movie is two thousand. Yeah. So we are in nineteen eighty. Then we're going to jump ten years later. So we're going to be Martin 1990. trying to cut his feathers off. Yes, which to me is like a kid. I, I wrote kid masturbating, killing himself, blood everywhere. He's ashamed. Yeah. Jesus. It's like trying Are to hide okay? puberty. It was like a, <laughs> no, was like a kid not. having a kid of what was happening to his body during puberty. Yeah. But then we get the next line. After that, it cuts to the not too distant future. So I'm like, wait a minute. Are we in 2010? Yeah, I know. I was like, it was really, really kind of put off. It almost like they were going to give us a, a bit of a days of future past kind of thing. It kind of gave me like that vibe, but it's all just the danger room. It is the danger room, but because of the the not too distant future, I wonder if they, because at this point in time, they'd already announced X-Men Origin Wolverine, and it might have been out. I'm going to check real quick the the date right, of well, that. We- um, I but I'm thinking I like the, we got a I, fastball special. We did get a fastball. Special. We get it twice. No. Technically. Origins Wolverine doesn't come out for another three years. It's another three years. So then I wonder if if they had planned if they were planning it because they were going to actually do a bunch of movies like that. I wonder oh, yeah. if they had planned it if they were like shit. We had we can't do like we can't be present day because it will mess up other things. I wonder if this was them trying to do a quick retcon right mm. off the bat. Um, but I when I wrote not to distant future, I'm like, yeah, but the kids haven't aged. Like the kids still look like the kids. We're like, we're not going like this crazy aging because it's oh, not anyway. too distant future, Casey. It's like Whatever. meant to be it's oblique confusing. and ambiguous, is what it's trying to be there. Yeah, it's still... and then like you know, well, we get they the do that whole head. thing when he shows back up, and it's like Scott's still mourning, and he gives that one line: "Not everyone heals as fast as you, Logan." That's what I thought. That's too. a and great line, by the it way. Is, it is know, a good line. It's an amazing line, but it's another one of those confusing where I'm like, wait a minute. 
you're, okay, yeah, you're still time walking, is so time is a tiny circle and it's a wibbly wobbly all over the place. It's tight, it is timey wimeyness. I'm gonna do before we know what it is, we... Casey. It's it's a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. It's an ambiguous we are not meant to know. I here's what I'm gonna do for the next podcast. I am going to I'm gonna actually do a timeline, I'm gonna track a timeline, but what I think this thing is. Oh, and we're gonna God. we're gonna fill it in because I'm okay. so all right. I'm, Needed on time anyway okay. let me put this out here when the government helps like promote that cure this is where i think they've leaned really hard into a lgbt kind of idea yes uh, it's somehow That's... this being who you are should be cured it's not you it's a disease yes i thought that was had some really and i think that's one of the strongest elements in the movie and it's not long after that that everything starts falling apart for me Yes, I, I but agree. But then, of course, we saw Christian Avasarla from The Expanse. I forgot she was the doctor. I did, too, until I saw her. I was her. like, hey, uh, it's her. Um, I, I'm i I'm distracted by the image on my on that I'm showing you guys. Angel never wears that suit. Okay, back no, to I, my notes. I know. Um, so we get the cure. I love then we go to like Even the, at the very end when he grabs his father. He does not have that No, this he is like a thing that, that never happened. Yeah, that shot's not in the movie. Um. So well, that I love shot me. is obviously yeah. That's but he's multiple man with them too. No, that's who is that? Um, far left. The far left. This that's is Iceman. Iceman. Beast, oh, okay. I didn't recognize him. Sorry. I the um, image is small on my screen. That you can actually tell this is a photoshopped um shot. They're not <laughs> clearly all there. Anyway, um, when we get to where Magneto starts to come in and really do his stuff. Um, oh yeah, the us versus them kind of like rally the troops. Yes, when he's rallying the, the fascism. By the, by the <laughs> I was gonna say, I was just gonna comment. I love it's been one of my favorite spots of this movie, and it makes me laugh every time. Is when you see the big fat guy walk up, and then he morphs into the tiny little guy. <laughs> every okay, time. One thing I never understood that they did in this film. This is one of the things that started falling apart for me. Is how all of a sudden there's this group of mutant ground underground people, mm-hmm. and they have a classification system. Yes, and I'm like. Yeah, that's or a was weird that the last two thing that yeah, that that's such a weird and well it's not just them. Doesn't Xavier reference it in that yes, and I'm like, scene? Yeah, it, it seems like to me it felt like something Stryker would have had in his records. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's it's one of the and I don't think it ever gets we're gonna have to track and see. I don't think it ever gets referenced again. I don't think Wait, it ever gets mentioned again either. Um, the marking system that no, they all have? No, no, the way they you're a level, you're, you're a, a three, level, you're a three, five. you're a five. Gene's the only five I've ever met. Oh yeah, yeah you're whole, right. Yeah, I don't think they like they ranking level anyone them, else. It's like, oh, what's your value scale? Yeah. Um I love there's a line where um, Callisto's like, show us your mark. Show us your mark. Yeah. And I, I love Meg when he's just like bitch slaps her with words like, here's my mark and I will never be marked again. Yeah, I like that. That is just it, the it, best line. It's a great line, but it also feels like that whole section of that thing was written for that line. Like, it doesn't really feel like that. It does. Nothing about that, like, I mean, but this is all of X3, where it feels like so many moments just kind of happen for, like, the someone thought of a great line, and they build yeah. a little bit of scene around it. Well, Let's this throw, movie We have mess. it on the board. Hey, we got the note card up here. Let's use it. Yeah, yeah. Like, hey, we got this. This is a great line. How do we, how do we put it in? We gotta use this line. We got this. We gotta use, throw it all in there, man. We have nothing good going. Don't, don't well, I mean, forget, this... don't forget, Magneto was in, a, it was in the Holocaust. Keep that in mind. Keep that in mind, folks. This, this movie was a mess behind the scenes. Oh, like, yeah. All over the place. So then we get 
to Gene comes back and somehow not Summers. Well, before he dies, the first thing I noticed, she comes back. We see her die with short hair. Yeah, I know. She's long hair. And now she has long hair. So I'm again confused by time, how time works, but I'm going to, I'm going to allow it because she's back from the dead. But okay, when so you die, watched... your hair grows long. I'm glad you allow it. <laughs> so we watched the trailer for this movie, everybody, before I st- we started recording. That's true. The trailer for this movie was two minutes and thirty five seconds. Scott has four minutes and forty seconds of screen time and yeah. a full paycheck. The trailer <laughs> is a, is a little more than half his screen time. Yeah. So, all right. Um, I do find interesting. How long movie. is his longest scene? <laughs> probably like, probably, let's not probably about you want to get back to his next yeah. week. Yeah. Um, so we find out Xavier's been controlling her, maybe. Um, we get to see Angel taking flight. Um, it's, I don't understand. The Steve anyway, accidentally so killed I'm, while rescuing Eric. So yeah, that's he abandons her. Right. This is one of my favorite scenes in the movie is the when um, Magneto takes it stops the truck and he he just flat out kills people do you notice that he just crushes cars and they give us establishing shots of people in the car before he crushes it um he gets he gets her out um although i do love how she's taunting that guard when she morphs into little girls like i'm gonna kill you later Um, amazing scene but we get we get to see um we get to see multiple man this time for real not just in a file um, actually played pretty cool. I don't the actors whatever, but the way they did it pretty cool. We get to see Juggernaut, which I appreciate. They he gets Juggernaut used well later. He gets used well later. Yeah, I just hate how they made him. It's it's a choice, and they made I him like mutant, it. And he's not a mutant in the books. There's wait. Did you? Just, I'm sorry. Did you just say you like it? I do. It's like it's the Snatch era, you know, like Ugh. lock, stock, and smoking barrels, you know. Oh but God. that's a this is a miscast, in my opinion. I, I do not think he was well cast for this part. I enjoy the corny. I I don't like it. any of it. I'm just gonna say it. I don't oh, like any of it. It was, it was pure corniness, but it also, the by movie. the way, he knew what movie he was in. One thing I didn't really like at all is when they bring Gene back to the facility. And she apparently gets into a full, like, hey, Scott's dead now. My paper got torn up, Wolverine. Let's <laughs> yeah, go. And she does his Dina on a top. She pulls she a golden eye. She does. And I hate to say it, but Wolverine in the comics wouldn't have cared. He'd be like, all right, let's do it. I've been waiting. <laughs> I've been waiting. Um, this is where I wrote down the whole part about the Phoenix saga has never been done well. Yes. So and I want to come back- up later, I'm assuming, in another film. It will. I just want to jump back for just a split second on the. We talked. We mentioned it for a second. Um. So we get them out, and then Magneto's about to get shot with the cure, and we see um, Mystique yeah. take the cure. And again, we've changed her voice again, Eric. I don't know. I've been. I'm tracking this. I don't think I she noticed sounds, any of these, honestly. Her, Even her, her accent sounds better. Yeah. Um. But we we morph her, and then we see her with the black hair, and then I'm like, so she has black hair when she's in human form. This is an interesting thing. I'm kind of intrigued by this. Okay. I wonder where that's going to go, maybe possibly in future movies. Nowhere. Um, <laughs> but they, they turn, they do this thing. And I love Magneto's like, Oh, she was so beautiful once. I know. <laughs> but you, you, it also kind of reinforces his, like his love of the mutant form. If you yeah. will. No, it, yeah, it tracks. Well, it totally for him. It tracks. Yeah. Yes. 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 It does actually. 
Um, that it actually dehumanizes him for yes. the audience. It yes. steals any empathy you have away from him at that point. Yeah. So Which then you we kind of need for this one. Yes. So we get to then the scene where this is probably the most talked about scene. Well, I remember when the movie came out, it was probably the most talked about scene other than I'm juggernaut bitch where <laughs> we have in the house, Gene conf- or Xavier confronting Gene mm-hmm. and Magneto mm-hmm. confronting Gene and the bold choice to spoiler, ladies and gentlemen, if you've made it this far, kill off Xavier. <laughs> yeah. It's a cool sequence. I mean, I don't like this. I don't like that they did it. And there's a little bit of wonky CG, but it is actually a fairly cool sequence. It's better than the de-aging. It is better than well, the I'll de-aging. give you that, yeah. Um, but it is it is kind of it, it shows her power. It shows like you can't mess with her. She is raw mm. power. Uh, and then you see the pragmatism of Eric, who just like takes her in stride, even though she just killed his best friend. Yes. I and do. then, of course, my favorite part after that is how he then sends out his full Al Qaeda terrorist message. Yes. Like he goes full terrorist here. He and I love the fact that they didn't try to get him because Mystique gave him up. Yep. And then that doesn't go well. Yeah. <laughs> so then we're going to get to. Um, but there's this whole thing in the forest, which I'm going to skip past because it's not it, to me. It's it's a wasted scene. The only cool. Oh, thing this is, is where it's all gone terribly wrong for me. Yeah, so, but I when we get to the bridge, the I forest? yeah, I'm skipping past the forest because it's nothing really there. You get le- you get um, it's filler. You get gunnery drill sergeant army. Yeah, those switch out your metal guns for your yeah. plastic. Yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, you get it sets up that little bit, and I I think it's cool how multiple man fucks them over. Although we don't find out what happens to multiple man, I would like to think that he somehow gets out of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it goes to a scene that is it's a stupid scene, but I love it for some strange reason. I don't know why. I actually like the bridge, like him lifting the bridge, because it feels like a Magneto thing. It feels like this thing, like he could have gone any other way to El- to um to Alcatraz Island. Oh shit. And he, but he, it, it's just like, I'm going to make a statement and you're yeah. all going to see it. And he just lifts the bridge, the flex to be Look like, what I can how. do. Yeah. And I think that's why I like that sequence. By the way, though, there are some shots in that sequence that are awful. Oh, yeah. Oh, like yeah. when there's they get up truly. close to them and they're seeing them on the bridge. Yeah. There's some bad CGI. There is. But then there's something even more egregious. So he gets the bridge across, he lands the bridge. They're standing there looking at Alcatraz. He goes, let's go. It's daytime. He goes, let's oh, go. Yeah. The camera's shot changes oh, and it's nighttime. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, where oh, is yeah. that? I think during the bridge scene, if you pay close attention, it appears as if it's getting close to sunset. But, but not it's like not that. well executed. Yeah, not like not like that, that. was By a last way. minute edit. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let me say this. Oh shoot, the, the Kitty Pride <laughs> Juggernaut run scene I did enjoy. That it holds up with the exception of I'm Juggernaut bitch. It's the only yeah, thing that yeah, does yeah, it all. Yeah. But I do love. I love when she grabs him and just drops him into the floor, and then it's just like phases up. I think that's great. That okay. is so okay. Kitty. Pride. I want to say something about when the X Men form their line between the government. And the uh, the mutants, and I was just like, "Look, they're here to break up a labor action. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're the, they're here to break the union busters." Yes. <laughs> um. By the so, way, 
You know, I looked at the IMDb. There is a Diablo in this cast, and if you pay close attention, he's in the front line of guys who get shot. Well, but there's also Psylocke is in this. Yeah, I know. And they use her, so when they take um, the doctor, Warren Warren Worthington's father, when they take him away, she morphs, she phases in from the shadows, because they were using that power technique she had, because that was when they were giving her, like, she could come in out of shadows. Mm -hmm. In the books, they let her do that. But mm. Psylocke is technically in this, even though she's horribly used. Um, and then we, I mean, then this movie just like rapidly wraps up. Like Wolverine and Beast are fighting. Beast just jabs the cure into my And then it's just like all of a sudden, like, oh, there's Jean. Let me get up there very slowly. Now I got to stab her and movie done. Can I just say <laughs> Ian McKellen still gave it his all. He gave it 100% yeah, he did. his all. 100% throughout the whole movie. Yeah. Just too now bad he, they weren't there to give it their all for him. Right? No yeah. one gave it back. <laughs> now, you know, if they did this, if they did this movie today, when Wolverine's walking up to her and, like, she's hitting him with energy, they would have just, like, today we would have just ripped all of his skin off and he would have just been a walking metal skeleton <laughs> yeah. up yeah. there. Determining. Um, I, I made a mistake. I feel like I said, like, no one else gave it their all. I feel like Hugh Jackman always gave it his all. He, as well. he did. He cared. Yeah, and, well, and, and there's I no Wolverine say, movie where he's not giving it his all. Kelsey That's Kramer true. gives his all in this movie. Kelsey is there. Yeah, he does. I don't he know. Does. He's, all, right. he's all for it. He's all. I in. give his beast, and I'm glad he got to have a cameo comeback in Days of Future Past. Yeah. I I agree. Um, you right, know, so, by that point, the timeline makes no sense. Well, we'll, we'll save it for that. Time we'll is a flat circle. Movie, has, <laughs> yeah. movie hasn't happened yet. Movie hasn't happened. It's yet. not a flat circle. It's a flat squiggly line that goes back. All right, so the that movie hasn't happened yet. We're still in 2006. All right, so we've saved the day. Um, Hooray. We get back to the school, and we find out that Rogue is cured. She has Uh-oh. cured herself. She did it for a boy. She did it for a boy. Wow. And then this we're, is horrible, horrible. And then movie. Angel is a pointless character in this entire movie. No, he, he is. serves no purpose whatsoever. They didn't need him. It could have just been written character was unnecessary. He's a political yeah. statement character. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then we then we see Magneto is shadow of his former self just sitting there playing chess. He's been cured, but has he? he been, hasn't been arrested though. So that's also shocking that he was arrested. So do we think? So here's my question: Do we think that his he was cured? I mean, so no. do we think that cure... I think we're, what we're hinting at here is that just like his machine, the cure doesn't last forever. It doesn't last forever. Okay. So that was one of my plot points is like, uh, I was like, was he cured? Was he not cured? I'm so confused. I'm very confused how that could happen. Um, okay. So then we go, we watch the credits and then we find out that Xavier is alive. Yeah. Like isn't that, isn't he in that body we saw earlier? He he's is in the body the that we see yeah, earlier. The, ethics, the ethical question, yeah. Apparently, for, for him, ethics are not pliable. Yeah, at that point, he he decided, yep, fuck, fuck this guy. It's gonna be me now. Which <laughs> yeah, Moira Metagrid, who's there, is a nothing character too. Yeah, and I remember when we saw this movie. Yeah, we saw the she? guy. <laughs> well, we saw the guy. Well, there. in the comic book, she's a pivotal character. In this, she's a nobody. Well, who I is remember... she? Wait, who is she in the comics? She's a love she's, interest of Charles yeah, Xavier. Yeah. She runs an island laboratory of Muir Island. Yeah. Scotland. I know nothing. I know yeah, nothing. Yeah, exactly. So in the remember when we saw this, John, like remember I remember we watched this movie and we're like, oh my God, that guy that Moira was talking about, that's Gateway. He, yeah. It's Gateway. They threw Gateway in this movie and then it goes nowhere. 
Um, yeah. So with back to, real quick, as I forget this note, um, with Magneto getting his power, does that mean Rogue is going to get her powers back? Does that mean Mystique is going to get her morphing back? There is going to be an awkward moment in bed with her and Bobby. That's going to be like, <laughs> oh no, or or amazing. Um, okay, so now, okay, so Xavier's still alive. Okay, now this is what you guys watched. I watched. <laughs> Some bonus scenes. Oh. There were some deleted scenes on the digital. And I wrote, bonus. Wrote, yeah, not that guy. I wrote, wait a fucking minute. There's an alternate cut where Rogue didn't get cured. Wait, what? Is this the canon ending? Because it has to be the canon ending. What, her getting cured? Well, she doesn't get cured. Well, yeah. It has to be the canon ending. So, okay, there's also another alternate ending where at the end, Logan goes back to Alaska and he goes into the bar from the first movie uh-huh. and the bartender comes up with a shotgun. is like, I remember you. That's the shotgun dad's like, you want a drink? Where are you going? Where's home? And Logan's <laughs> just like, I just want a drink. Nice. Ugh, I, I kind of hate that. Yeah. <laughs> it feels so hokey. It does. It was an. I understand why that ending got cut. I don't yeah. understand the, the um, the rogue one. So that is that is that. We definitely went way over that, but it's fine. This was actually a really good conversation about these. So here, I have a question. Since we've gone through all those, where are you guys rating them? Now we're getting Ooh. to the phone where we all had to rate everything. So, all right. So you'll probably not be surprised at how well these did. Okay, I probably won't be surprised for both of you. So do you want to go in order or reverse? Like, how do you want to do this? Um, do your three. Eric, John will do his three. I'll do my three. All right. So X Men, the first one. Uh-huh. Um, I gave it four stars. Okay. I thought it was really solid. I think it still holds up. I mean, plot wise, stuff like that. I'm trying to watch these not from a you know keeping in mind dated or anything like that or or, or reference uh-huh. as, as much uh, other than what I already know at least. But like, yeah, it was pretty solid. I liked it. I I enjoyed it. I was four stars. Um, as, as such, it also found its way to the top of my list. Um, that puts it ahead of Big Hero Six. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we get to X Two, uh, which I gave, I believe, three and a. Uh, I also gave that four stars. Uh, forgive me, I gave X Men One uh, four and a half stars. So X Two got wow. four stars because I really liked X Two as well. I thought those two really held up as a, as a pair. Mm-hmm. Um, they they handled well. Um, however, I felt like there were moments of X2 where it was starting to lean towards the hokey. Mm-hmm. And so it placed it behind Big Hero 6, but ahead of Planet Hulk. Nice. And then finally, we get to X3. Um, X3, I only gave three stars, so it dropped a whole star this time, not just half. Mm-hmm. Um, it That really was because of how hokey it was sometimes and how just poorly developed it was. Uh, but there were definitely the performances I mentioned that, that gave it its all. And at the end of the day... It still holds up as a decent storyline, just poorly executed, um, in my opinion. And so, as such, it still remained uh, pretty high up. Just it did not make it in the top five. It came in number six behind Fantastic Four, the one with Jessica Alba. That's right. I put it behind that one. Wow. And, a- and ahead of Hulk versus Wolverine. Wow. All right. All right. John, where do you where do you place these movies? All right, I'm going to go in the order from worst to first from Ooh, myself. That's, that's right. Right. Yeah. Order. All right, so for me, when it comes to this, let's see here. Let me pull up the list. And for me, it was 
the worst one was X-Men Last Stand. I gave that one two stars. Wow. Uh, that one is actually down with uh, Damn, the Fantastic rough. Four and Howard the Duck. Wow. X2, I, wow. I gave that one three and a half stars, and that one is in fourth place after um, Hulk versus Wolverine and sort of just tied with Planet Hulk. Man, this, right. is, this is going to be and interesting. X-Men is four stars. It is number two. Number one remains Big Hero 6. Wow. So I am, you guys are different than me. Um, just switching back over to my list. Excuse me. I am doing there we go. Um, so my X-Men number one, I did a three and a half stars, and it is number three on my list. X2 wow. is three and a half stars, and I'm doing it as number two on my list. So Whoa. number one is Hulk versus Wolverine, then X2, then X-Men. This is the first time I've ever said that X2 wow. is better than X-Men. Wow. And I think Hold them it, to it, folks. I think it's because of looking at it from how we are today politically helps me like this movie a little bit more. That Nightcrawler seems so strong. And there's a couple mm, other sequences that are, I, that are just really good. I mean, they're kind of tied to me, but it's a list, so I can't I can't literally tie them. So that's where our X2 just squeaks out a little bit ahead. Also, Brian Cox, um, Logan Roy. <gasps> Logan Roy. Um and then X3, um, I give three stars, and it's number 13 on my list. Mm-hmm. So it is behind Rise of the Silver Surfer in front of Incredible Hulk Returns. So that's where it is. Well, you got to remember, there's only like 15 or 16 on my list at this point. I know. My my numbers are always going to be way off on y'all's. Yeah. Um, but you can still kind of see where things are, how it's fitting out there. So those were those for this week. Next wow. week, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to do the Wolverines. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I'm doing we're doing the Wolverines because they unfortunately two of them take place before one of these movies. So um actually one of them takes place Man, before a couple. It almost feels like I mean, not to look ahead too far, but it feels like the first class of Days of Future Past needs to is come gonna, before Logan. It it would, and that's where I was trying to this is where I had to go, like, do I want to do 100% chronological or do I want to do a set? Yeah. And I thought it was just stronger to do a set. I will say, John, for your sanity, we pro- unless there is a major news thing happening, there will be no news on the week that we do All the right. first class stuff. It will just be literally the first class stuff. Um, but next week, we're going to do X-Men Origins Wolverine, The Wolverine, and Logan. Some of those are good movies. One of them is not. I am looking, as much as I don't, as long as I, as far as I remember, I don't like X-Men Origins Wolverine. I'm very excited to rewatch this. I'm curious if I'm going to change my my thoughts um, on it. But those will be what we're going to do next week. So X-Men Origins Wolverine could be found on stars. Well, when I did this list, I don't know if it's still there. The Wolverine and um, Logan um, should be on Disney+. Plus. So... Legacy, folks. Legacy. But be careful. Yeah. It keeps bouncing around because I remember X2 at least was on D plus and then it wasn't when I tried to watch it. Yeah, they are shifting things around. That's the bad part about streaming. 
All right, so let's do some very fast recommendations. So let's do, you know what? Let's vary it up. John, you are first for some recommendations. All right, I want to recommend a book that I've been engaged with recently called Generations, The Real Differences Between Gen Z, Millennials, Gen X, Boomers, and the Silent Generation by uh, Dr. Gene Twing. Hmm. Um, Really good, really fascinating insights, really fascinating because she goes really deep on data. And it's quite good so far, and I'm I'm really enjoying it, and it's only getting better. I, I've moved into the the boomers now uh, as I move forward, so it's really fascinating to get to see the differences and the infer- inferences and all the weird kind of things that shape different generations. So, nice, Eric. What are you recommending this week? Man, I feel like I I don't feel as as smart because <laughs> I'm recommending a completely opposite idea, which is Schmigadoon. Um, Schmigadoon, which is on Apple TV Plus, um, is a musical romp. It is a musical TV show. Um, it is now in its second um, S C H M I G A D. I was putting a comment that I would just. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I'm watching a live live Google sheet here. Um, no, the it's it's a musical TV show. The first. Um, the first ser- the first uh, series, the first season, took place um, kind of in oh, a the series is okay. That's just British. Yeah, it, w- yeah. it was it was sixties music. Yeah, it was like more Rodgers and Hammerstein, kind of your classic Oklahomas and stuff like that. Now this season, it's more of your Fosse kind of and your your it's your, your dark musicals, uh, as well as your 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 hair and your hippie musicals as well. It's just a lot of fun. Um, it, it's just goofy. It has Keegan Michael Key. It has Oh God! Oh, I don't really know her name. Uh, Cicely. Cicely Strong. Cicely Strong. Yeah, she's she's awesome. Uh, she is the next generation of, of female uh, comedy awesomeness. Uh, so so pay attention. It's just a great show. It's a lot of fun. Um, I, so, yeah, I, I can second this. I, I we have only watched the first episode, but I can second. Uh, yeah, second this. I I love uh, I love And um, watch watch the first season. It it, yeah. it you you need it in order to get to the second. Yeah. It's also got Alan coming from Night. Uh, from yeah. Men, oh, it's so such a Girl. great cast. You got Alan, Alan yeah. coming. You got a uh, Kristen Chenoweth. You got uh, Ariana oh, Debose. Yep. You got oh, what's her name from uh, Thirty Rock as well? Um, yeah, I can't think of her name, but you also got um, the girl from um, the um, Descendants movies. Yeah, um, I can't think of her name. Um, anyway, oh, Cameron Dove. Cameron Dove. That's her name. I am Jane Krakowski. To... That's the other one, Jane Krakowski. I'm going to go back in time and I'm going to recommend something that I watched on Thursday because I watched three movies. Um, I watched um, Sisu. I watched Rocky Four. I'm not recommending either of those right the second. I'm actually recommending Streets of Fire. Um, it is a rock fable about basically a guy just coming into town and he needs to clean up the town and lots of music happens. And it has got some amazing 80s music. Um, it has been stuck in my head it's got um brian paxton or sorry bill paxton um oh uh, rick moranis um mm. diana lane willem dafoe um there's another guy who is famous i can't think of his name right the second but basically this guy comes into town and a, a woman gets kidnapped and he just gets hired to go and stop her and music rock 80s like music is playing in the background the whole time as he's trying to free her. Rick Moranis is a sleazy, like, um, gangster, which is very weird to watch Rick Moranis play this. Um, This was actually going to be... I looked this up as I was watching. I I generally look up facts about movies while I'm watching them. It was actually going to be a trilogy, and the movie did so horribly. (laughs) They never made any other movies. 
Uh, but it's it's fine. Don't go in expecting <laughs> amazing. It's just got a it's got a great soundtrack and it was just amusing to watch. So I would recommend Streets of Fire. So well done. There you go. Now let's do our homework, and this is actually pretty probably be pretty simple and quick. So last week, Eric wanted me to do top ten Marvel characters yet to be included in the MCU. So I I don't remember if we asked if I asked this before, but I took this as. If they were in X-Men, I can't nominate them. I thought the same. Okay. so I actually went more stricter on myself and said if they've appeared in a Marvel movie. So my list is very, very... I didn't do that. Very narrowed. I actually might... Let's go through that. I'll be curious. I I might have actually done the same um, without doing it. So um, my number 10 is Galactus. He's not been in um, one. Um, I'm. I do. Even I technically was, disqualified him because well, of Fantastic Four too. I was going to say, even if I was doing um, following your rules, right. I wouldn't have done him no. because he was a cloud. He can, I considered him because yeah, he was a no, cloud. Yeah, it, no, he was. That is not Galactus. Yeah, so that is Galactus in name only. This is actually Galactus, and oddly enough, there's a rumor Antonio Banderas is going to be playing him in the movie. I saw that. Ooh, so I would be fun. very curious with that. So Galactus is my number 10. My number nine is Chamber. I want Chamber. Give me oh, Chamber. Yeah. God damn it. Mm. Eric, the really cool thing about Chamber is the first time he ever used his powers, that happened. It yeah. blew off his chest and half of his face. And he's just yep. pure energy there. Amazing Jeez. character. God, I want Chamber so much. Um, give me Chamber, you bastards. Number eight, question mark, man. No, um, Ben <laughs> Riley, the Scarlet Spider. Yes, I realize I'm about to get my wish. I realize that he is in Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. That movie has not come out yet. So my request is still valid for him. That's fair. Number seven, Mr. Sinister. Sinister. I want Mr. Sinister. He's an amazing character. So give me Mr. Sinister, damn it. He would have made a great villain for X-Men 3, to be honest with you. He would have. I Give me Mr. Sinister and come on, you cowards. Let it be John Hamm. I want John Hamm. That would be a good choice, too. Um, I think Oscar Isaac actually would have made a good Mr. Sinister as well, instead of Apocalypse. I would love to have him and John Hamm together. Yeah. Because Sinister and Apocalypse work together a lot. Oh, um, yeah. In the comics. Um, My number six, and I'm hoping we get her soon, is Songbird. I want Songbird. She's part of the Thunderbolts. Give me Songbird, damn it. (laughs) Um, And I'm hoping she's going to be in the movie. Um, Eric, who is your number five? My number five, I do not follow as a strict rules because I chose Silver Surfer. Uh, I really just like this character. I think he's a cool Good to see design. Him again. Yeah, I'm sure we will um, pretty the soon. Official MCU. Yeah, but he is not officially part of the MCU. We've already gone through our Fantastic Fours. He is a Marvel movie, but he is not MCU. So All right. um, he's my number five. I like it. John, who's your number five? My number five is Nova. Which version? Mm-hmm. Uh, the the kid version, the young one. Uh, right. Mainly because I feel like after we blew up the Nova Core, mm-hmm. wouldn't it be great to bring in as like a an Avenger like thing for the whole what was left of them? Yeah, like yeah. A somehow continuation. Like I feel like he would have fit really well into a Guardians film, but you know, uh, who's to say he's not? He's we don't know. He could be in Guardians three. Quite yeah, we never know. That'd be a fun one. That would be pretty cool. Uh, my number five is I want Husk. Um, I've mentioned oh, this before in other top tens. I love the character of Husk. I love that she rips her skin off, and there's another like layer below her of whatever the power she wants to emulate, whether it rocks, metal, diamonds, doesn't matter. 
Um, I think it'd be cool visually. To There's see. an underrated mutant there. Oh, she's so cool. Oh, God, I love Gen X so much. It, it's uh, most of my choices. I keep going back to Generation X because I love them. They were iconic to me. Um, Eric, who's your number four? Uh, sticking with my theme of uh, we've already seen them in this this countdown. Ben Grimm or the Thing. Nice. Um, yeah, I'd like to see him. I, I've always kind of liked him as a kid. I, I actually realized as I was going through this list that I, I had more common childhood memories or, or I guess more prominent childhood memories of like DC characters. So I had to really scrape and I realized Ben Grimm was definitely one of them. Mila so, Kunis yeah. is going to ruin him. <laughs> yes. I was going to ruin Eric. Sorry. No, not ben no, no, I don't no, know. Just... I, I'll give her a shot. I'll give her a shot. <laughs> John, who's your number four? Uh, my number four is Squirrel Girl. I like choice. She's character. She's my, I'll, to, I'll be honest. She's my number eleven. She nice. just barely yeah. missed the list. She's I love Squirrel Girl character. so much. She'd be great. You know, they made Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur into a TV show, like a cartoon, which is canon. Canon. She's in that. No, I haven't got. Well, to she's not. Much. I haven't seen it, but I know that um, they have um, Lawrence Fishburne plays the same character. He comes back to play um, Goliath. Uh huh. And they bring in Colby Smolder to play. Oh, cool. Um, the character and supposedly what it is the way that they're making it canon is it's a one it's a multiverse world. Okay. But they're gonna bring in the same actors, so it's kind of cool. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. But I, I'm with you 100. percent Give us Squirrel Girl. Give us Squirrel Girl. She'd make a fun live action. She would. And let it be Lily from AT and T. Make it a She Hulk <laughs> season two. Oh, that would be so amazing. Oh yes. Uh, mine number four is X Man. Oh, yeah, on X-Men. Now, yes, you can make an argument that I am breaking the rule because this is Nathaniel Summers and that is Cable. However, but this is a no. Cable from another universe. So yes. I want my Cable. Age of Apocalypse X-Men. one is a fun one. Yeah, he's so awesome. I'm so glad he got to come over to the main line too. Same. Oh, I, I love X-Men. So um, give me X-Men. Eric, who's your number three? I chose Gambit. I'm you 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 just officially failed the list. Oh no! Was he He's was he in the show? Up. Yeah, you're about to see him this week. Yeah. Oh no! Really? Yeah. Yeah. Not well. What, what about what about Bishop? Yeah, Bishop's gonna be in a week later. Yeah. Son of a bitch. It's okay. Right, come, come back to me. Come back to me. All right, we'll come back to you. All right, John, who's your number three? Number three, Captain Britain. All right, all right. I would I love can... to see Captain Britain. I feel like I we're Captain... close. I think Captain Britain could be done, but I think they need to figure out a, an interesting way to use him. Like something like a UK team, like an Excalibur-like team. If they did Excalibur, I think that's the perfect Yeah, way that would him. be a good vehicle for him. Yeah. Um, would you want him to be a good guy or a bad guy? I don't like him to be a good guy. All right. Flawed, like um, you know, he could work. He could work into some, you know, if they did like the, the Midnight Suns. Oh. You know, because we got Dane Whitman. You're, now you're talking my language. And we're in London. So yeah. we're in England with the Eternals yeah. where we left off. You're talking my language. Yeah. Eric, do you got a, a new number three real quick before I move on? I do. Who's your number three? I'm coming in. I'm coming in. I'm replacing it. All right. Who is it? Tell me. See, this is why I was afraid of like doing a... It's a, it's Black Cat. Black Cat is... Black Cat. Um, okay. Yep. Black Cat works. All right. Yeah. I can see it. I can see it. You almost I, had her you were really close because Black, if they would have done Amazing Spider-Man three, they were setting up Black Cat. Oh, uh, um, and I when we watched that movie Amazing Spider-Man two, I'll show you who it would have been. But um, 
That's but I, I always uh, appreciated the uh, seductiveness. <laughs> you mean the Catwoman of the Marvel universe? I uh, know exactly. I think, like I said, I was DC. I was a DC kid more yeah, than I she has her. But she has her quasi mutant power, depending on how you want to look at it. I'm terrified. Like I'm trying to think. Like oh no, it was my number one or two. <laughs> so here we go. I'm gonna do my number. I'm so three afraid now. to do X Men. My number three is Ghost Rider. I want Ghost Rider, and Ghost Rider almost would have been Ill- ineligible, but. Um, Agents of Shield actually um, is not canon, and we the Ghostwriter we saw there was Robbie Reyes, and I would like to see either Danny Keith or Johnny Blaze. Nice, um, nice. I love Ghostwriter, and I think he will be visually great um, use. I just don't know if he can hold his own movie, but mm-hmm. I think he should. Yeah. Be. And um, Midnight Eric, Suns, Midnight Suns, or give him a um, a little like a special, just do like a he's already yeah. Ghostwriter, and he's just. Ooh, like a, a a man thing sort yeah. of type special. Yeah, same type of thing. I think it would work. Um, Eric, who's your number two? It'll come as a complete surprise and never heard of Ghost Rider. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Wow. Yeah, I I agree with everything you just said. I mean, there's not much for for me to say here because yeah, I think aesthetically he would be an awesome addition. I just said I think he would probably. Uh, I agree with you. He would probably work best as a special. See if he works, and then go further from there if you can. Can we agree, Norman Reedus? Oh, yeah, that would be good. That would be pretty real awesome. good. Be pretty awesome. All right, John, who's your number two? The Beyonder. Oh, I feel like we'll get to see him. I think we're getting to him, too. But no, I, I agree. Beyonder. I that's a, I'm that not is, aware of him. That he is, is actually the, fir- the person who created the Secret Wars the first time. Yeah. And the Beyonders, the race of people, are what got tapped in for the second one. Is that is that a pin? Yes. Mm-hmm. That's Yellow Jacket, actually. One of his personalities. One He's of, multiple yeah. personalities in the comics. Oh, weird. Okay. Um, I it is a deep cut, um, but not as deep cut as my number two. Ooh. Onslaught. Oh wow. <laughs> Onslaught. I might be the only fan of Onslaught. I no, like I mean, Onslaught. I think the way they planted that story worked uh, really well. So in the comics, Eric, Onslaught was Xavier. <laughs> He had gone insane he, he, with the well, he personality wiped, he didn't know about because he wiped Magneto's mind. Yeah, and then he absorbed it. Yeah. Which and then is, he basically explains the color scheme and stuff. And he yeah. basically destroys the Marvel universe. Oh yeah. And kills like half the <laughs> Because characters. no mutant can actually hurt him. Well, yeah. I mean, his muscles muscles have muscles. So I mean <laughs> they yeah. do. There's a, they, lot, there's a lot going on here. <laughs> it was uh, John. Correct. I mean, we're probably both going to be wrong on the timing on this, but I feel like it was a full year of like little drips and drabs in like every X Men comic. Like there might be a computer. There was a build up yeah. that's just like onslaught is coming, and it, and it actually tied in. They managed to tie in Bishop's reasoning, yeah, coming back in time to it as well. Yeah, it's they tied a... in Bishop's message. It was an X Men seventy five. Yeah. Is when they made the connection and they revealed onslaught and they start it in the um the right after age of apocalypse like age of apocalypse ends and like the next week is like an x-men special and they start to tie it all in yeah. and it runs for like a year before we even get to and then after we get it's onslaught, probably the biggest marvel crossover event they ever had in wonder one of their most successful like True. storytelling wise because even well, they when rebooted, they rebooted the avengers the fantastic four and all of them through it too but I, I don't just mean that but i mean like when we see Onslaught, they made us wait before they told us that it was Xavier. Yeah. Like, it was a while before we can get to that. And then 
after it's over, after dealing with all the characters that died, then there's the repercussions of Xavier went nuts. What do we do with him? Yeah. There, it's, oh, God, I love Onslaught. I, I want Onslaught. Anyway, um, Eric, who's your number one? Oh, man. I'm hoping I'm, I'm, I'm correct in this, but Beta Ray Bill. Has not been in a movie yet. Yes, good. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> been in one of our I, cartoons, but not uh, but not an MCU movie. I think. Yeah, I knew that. I think he would be a fun character. I mean, first of all, he looks like a badass, and it would be fun to explore him in like a, a man thing type special, you know, or yeah. something like that, where you don't have to dedicate a ton of resources to him, but you really just give a chance to explore someone who's just really weird looking mm-hmm. and like like what it like it. With the Marvel ex- universe, I feel like expanding out and bringing in more and more kind of creature type type characters. Uh, mm-hmm. Why not bring him in? You know, there's a mini, especially with Thor kind of starting to to run. It's four movies in now. You know, yeah. it's there's there's a mini series that they did like last year, year before last. The Beta Ray Bill. If I can find a trade, I need to send it. to I should just get it for you like a gift and send it to you. <laughs> it's an amazing. It's like five issues, but it's hilarious because. He basically just wants his hammer so people will take him serious because he just wants to fuck a woman. <laughs> is he just a funny character? I don't know anything about him except he, he is, looks ridiculous. He is sometimes. Sometimes he's really serious. Sometimes he's funny. Uh, but the miniseries is amazing. I need. I should. Guys, I, I really had to scrape the barrel. I'm not going to lie. Like I, I'm all I know is the MCU, so it's hard to like think too far out. And obviously, my 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 gambit with running into the uh, to the MCU, yeah. the the X Men didn't pay off. That is. So, John, who's your number one? Speaking of gambit, mine's a team. Ooh, oh, I, I want, want Alpha Flight. Oh, oh. Well, why, why couldn't I, I want bad. Generation X then? Um, God, you I want Alpha Flight. Want I really do. You do you own Alpha Flight? I have I have a bunch of issues of Alpha Flight. Yes, you should just try to collect the first run of Alpha Flight. Just make it a mission of yours. Slowly collect. It might be instead of Sandman. Just get off. I'm almost flight. done with Sandman, though. So then you should get off the flight. Um, now, I actually I don't know enough about Alpha Flight, and I want to know more. I would like to actually read it. I, mean, I should see if they're on Marvel Unlimited so I can read them. Um, upside down Canadian flag. What is that? The same idea as an upside down American flag? You know, in Paris. Yeah, it's distress. Yeah. I mean, that's what they are. They're a rapid response team. Yeah, they're Department H. Yeah, which we in almost Canada. got close to in the Hulk versus Wolverine. Yep. It's like one of their taglines, like, not all Canadians are polite. Very Americanized tagline for that. <laughs> Vindicator definitely would get that. Yeah. Um, my number one is bum, 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 Holocaust. I oh, want Jesus. Holocaust. Give me Holocaust. Um I am so influenced by this this time period of comics um with Age of Apocalypse and Gen X I, that is that is my that is my happy place when it comes to comics so I would love I would love a holocaust I think it'd be great I'm not familiar with the character Andy Hubert and Joe Maduria just make you happy oh, so happy you have no idea <laughs> uh, all right, John. All right, I got you here. Let's go here. All right, so I'm going to say this. This one ties into what we've been talking about Ooh, here. All right, all, all right. right. I want lines? top timelines. No, no. Characters that are not technically not officially MCU. I want top 10 most powerful non-MCU Marvel movie characters. So excluding the official MCU. So that means anything in the X-Men, the Fantastic Four, Ghost Rider, any Sony product. 
basically Fox or Sony product can be counted. Okay, say it again. Top, wow. most powerful Top 10 non- most powerful non-MCU Marvel movie characters. But I mean, you bring in... Like Blade. Anybody who's appeared in a movie that is not a Marvel Studio official MCU kind okay, of Okay, so does X-Men... Is, is X-Men's X-Men outside. So you're doing basically if it's between... If it's like, a Sony or a Fox it, production. So like Feige MCU. Oh, yeah. Well, because that gets tricky, John. That's yeah, I know. Why, hold on, let me let me clarify. Because technically, Incredible Hulk would fall outside of that. So basically, if it is from Iron Man forward, it's off limits. It's off limits unless it is unless it, like you want to throw Morbius in there. Unless it's Deadpool and <laughs> yeah, the, um, the Sony Spider Verse. Yeah, anything Sony or Fox produced does is Tom. Theory. Does Tom Holland? No. Count? He's MCU, but Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield are fair game. Okay, so but they, even but though they've MCU? appeared, they are alternates outside of the official MCU. They are not Earth six one six. Oh, that's a different. Okay, I think that's a better way to maybe look at it. Okay. MCU Earth six one six. So if MCU, they're not of the six one six. MCU that MCU multiverse proper. Yes, sacred timeline. Six one six within the MCU. Okay. Basically, if Sony produced it, if Sony, if it's Sony exclusive, like they're the studio, and it, like so, that means you know, or Fox. I feel like this that's actually Deadpool, opens that's X-Men, up a lot. That's Ghost Rider. That's Fantastic Four. That's X Men. What about the animated? I don't care if you want to use that. That's fine. You can do some Lion Gate stuff if you really want to. I mean, and that's going to open up a lot. But yeah, those are still you, the same characters. But would you? It's want a character. To. So you can't use the same character. No. Ah. There's asbestosity for you. All right. Well, I'll allow it. I mean, it's my right. homework assignment, and I'm going to allow it. Damn it. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, gentlemen. I know this was a little bit of a long one. Um, next week it's going to be Wolverines. We're probably going to not want to talk about those very much. At all, with the exception of Logan. Um, <laughs> and again, I promise everyone who's listening, who's made it this far, I promise <laughs> you, we, we do the first class, unless there's a major news story happening, a major one, I'm not going to cover the news at all. I mean, we need to talk about like a death. We need to talk about Jonathan Majors getting fired, I, uh, casting of something. There'll be no news. Can we keep it to like five items, maybe? You know, just like... No. like- We'll no, see. because no, <laughs> because because it's going to be four movies, and I know we're going to talk about those because we, I know at least John and I love two of those, and the other two are just going to be a mess. Um, I'd agree with that. It's going to be a lot to unpack. So unless there's a major thing that week, we are not going to talk about it in news. Um, it's also Eric. Isn't that the same weekend we're going to be together in the same town? No, we're we're in town for the Deadpool's. They got to go on a date together, so. Oh, we're in town for the Deadpool. Oh, that means then that means that it's um Mother's Day weekend is um the week we are doing the no. class. Yes. The twentieth or whatever, whatever that is. The twentieth is would be Deadpool. Hold on, I got this real quick. Hold okay, on. Well, this is business we can do off air, guys. Come on. Uh, no, well, this is so this will be next weekend. Producer so, yes. John. <laughs> yes, that's Mother's Day weekend. I'm putting my producer hat on saying <laughs> that, that's 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 Mother's Day weekend, Eric. Just so you know, you need to know, it, listeners, 
a week we do first class. That's Mother's Day weekend. So if you haven't got flowers planned, or no, Mother's planned, Day is Mother's Day is the fourteenth. Yes, before the fourteenth. That is the thirteenth is when we're doing the first class stuff. I'm yeah. looking at the schedule. That's not when we're together. Though. No, no, we're no, together no. The I weekend was, after that. Yes, I got that. I thought we. Were, oh. I was talking about the first class stuff. We're we doing. were apples and oranges, my friend. Apples. And Does oranges. it really matter? Thank you for listening, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> if you would like to write in, um, please do. If you've made it this far, notfunnyguys.offthereels at gmail dot com, and let us know what you think. Ask us some questions. We're not going to read them on the thirteenth. I'm just telling you up front. It's going to be the movies only on the thirteenth. I apologize. I'll read your emails, just not on the air. Um, Lies. So, Thank you for um, sticking with us this far. Let us tell you where you can find us today. You can find us at, where on earth did I put these things? Here we go. You can find me at Twitter at Vash underscore Maxwell. Shoot me a message. Say hi. You can find me on Letterboxd at Vash Maxwell, all one word. Hive at Casey Franklin. Blue Sky, I don't have an invite yet, but if I get an invite, I will have a link there. Not going to find me on LinkedIn. John, where can we find you? You can find me at the Twitters with uh, at Arching with a PhD, all one word, or on Instagram at esoteric underscore by underscore design. And Eric? North Virginia. <laughs> How about Letterboxd? Because you have a Letterboxd account. I got a Letterboxd. It's uh, Eckley, E-K-L-Y. Thank you. Thank you. Let the people come to you. They love you, Eric. They love <laughs> you. They love you so much. They love the banter. They love everything about you. I don't know. All right. Thank you again, ladies and gentlemen. I apologize for it running long, but we're in the MCU now, baby. This is a strap in because here we you're go. Gonna need it. Um, you're going to need to strap in just like Silk Spectre does when she opens that brief- briefcase. Good heavens. Good heavens. <laughs> I tried to work that in for a little bit now. <laughs> Thank you so much, everyone. Have a good night. Good night, folks. Later. Later.